live from Toronto and online via thecomicden.com. It's the roundtable for Tuesday night, June 16th, 2009. Good evening from our West End studios. I'm Mike Nicholas. Tonight on episode 76, we'll get up to speed with things post-anime North and talk more about the guilt about guilty pleas and goof-ups on streaming plans. Bullets-wise, we'll go non-anime with Apple and another pro-wrestling death, then go anime with Eva's North American theatrical release and the CPM bankruptcy auction, with, of course, the usual useless banter. It's all coming up next. Here we go! Opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the comic den Mississauga. Also, the following contains mature material and mild language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. So Brent sent a message with love. With hot, sticky love, yeah. Yeah, what do you say? What do you say? Uh, you want me to read it again? You can read it again for, for everybody else uh, listening now. Brent's message to us is, fuck all of you motherfuckers, love Brent. Okay. <sighs> now that we've got that up. Now we're out of the way, welcome back. Okay, here we go. Um, first episode back since Anime North. And usual cast this time. Uh, Mike Nicholas in the captain's chair. James Austin, Adam Grant, um, Megan... Swine. Meg, Megan Swain. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Further fallout from Anime North. It's been a couple weeks. It's, it's been, what, three weeks since... Uh, three weeks, Three weeks yeah. since, um, since we last taped, and uh, mm-hmm. I guess uh, quite a bit has happened, uh, and we'll get to plenty of that later. And what is everyone watching at this point? Oh, uh, uh, Fraggle Rock, yeah. Fraggle Rock on... Uh, we have the TV on, and on we have the TVs captions. on. <laughs> Which is kind of freaky for the uh, the theme song there. Oh yeah, now I, yeah, now it's blaring through like in my brain right now. Just remember trying to remember how that song went. Really, you don't have it memorized? You really don't know the Fraggle Rock? Oh, I I do know. I do <laughs> like I no, I won't hum a few bars. I do remember the song though enough anyway to know how it went. Wait, wait now now what? Oh, HIT it, HIT Entertainment. Really... That used to be like a, that, that was a, like um, Henson's. Um, Jim Henson's mm-hmm. production company, right? Mm, probably. Okay. okay. T- watching a preview of Teletoon Retro here. Uh, oh, it's Hanna Barber. Okay, so what's on? It's what's coming on now? It could be. Uh, let's see. Oh, um, what? Smurfs. Yes. Oh Smurfs. my gosh! Wow. So we're wa- okay. So we're watching various uh, various cartoons. Actually, that reminds me. This is a stupid thing to think up. Um, so uh, Megan and I were discussing. Not this Megan. Fiance Megan. Um, we're discussing uh, Wonderland. Canada's Wonderland. Oh yeah, since uh, it's recently. still standing, and yeah. we have she she didn't realize that it used to have Smurfland. Yeah, the Smurf Cave. When you're five, that's like the best. Exactly, it's not there anymore. Yeah, I know. How, when did they take out Hanna Barbera Land? Is uh, it still, it's not there anymore. I remember the time Paramount bought it. They kept the Hanna Barbera characters around, but they took out the but they took out any the of the themed areas because they didn't want to. I guess they didn't want to. They wanted to make room for other rides, so, and it might have been a so the Ghoster too. Coaster is like the last real remnant. Of of, of the Hanna Barbera area, yeah. I mean, it was like um, like 
the ownership of the like um, Canada's Wonderland here has been gone through three owners. I forgot the name of the original owner, and then Some Paramount Corporation, then Paramount, and, and then now it's Cedar. It's now um, the parent company of Cedar Point. Yeah. So, um, but like the original owner had an agreement with Hanna Barbera, and they had that themed area. Yeah. And then when Paramount took over. It's you said they were remnants. But Paramount really did maintain the agreement because you still saw things like Fred Plunsett. Mm-hmm. You still saw it a little bit. Yeah. It's not really there anymore, is it? I've not been there they, in like ten really years. They really made it a point to because they, they just phased out a lot of the themed areas. They mm-hmm. sort of preferred to keep it go with their Paramount tie-ins. Um, Back which then, actually makes a lot of ridiculous things happen now that Paramount sold the park. Because mm-hmm. like Top Gun, for example, it's been renamed. Can't be called Top Gun. And same thing with uh, and same thing with um, Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder was changed quite some time ago because mm-hmm. they changed the show that was in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they ended up calling it like the 3D theater or something. Oh, like it's, that. The, it? it's the thrill ride or something Whatever, like that. yeah. So yeah. they would just, you know, they would say it so, you know, X playing at oh, yeah. this yeah, And, cha- and change right? the movie inside, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they and put then, Goldeneye in there at one point. Yeah, because the, one year I was there. There was a ride based on Italian Spongebob. job that's not called that anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, the thing is, the last time I was there, it was just a year or two into the Paramount ownership. So that tells you how long it's been for me. It's been more than a decade. Oh, it's been quite some time since I've been there. Maybe not 10 years, but it's been a long for time. For you? Yeah. Because I, I just don't have this habit of visiting theme parks. I haven't, just yeah. seen, I haven't seen the CNE in some years, too. Probably four or five years. Mm, let's say closer to four. Well, there's nothing and I always visit the CNE. I know. Well, honest. yeah, because we, we, just go in for the, we just go in to pick out on the food. My friend and I, right? Yeah, my best friend and that, I. That's, but that you can't do that for that long. Spend a few hours and then. You're oh done. no, we 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 went we went on like the second like either the last day or the second last day and just spent an afternoon there, mm-hmm. just just in the food building. <laughs> Sometimes walking through huh. the um, direct energy, walking through the uh, Coliseum, the direct energy center, and then right. just just to check out some of the stuff there. Really, it wasn't anything worth buying or anything. Not it's really, just no. worth, worth looking at because in the end, they call it is called the Canadian National Exhibition. So there's always other stuff going on. It's like a livestock fair of some sort. No, that's the winter fair. No, there's a livestock expo. It's, fair it's is a sort the agricultural. Of, yeah, it, CNE, but there's like but everything's at the CNE. It's an agricultural fair of sorts. I mean, well, there's a part of it there. Uh, and then the Ontario the, place has its tie it's in a, with. Well, the, it's not as pronounced as it used to be. But that's what that, that's what at its heart what the the CNE was. Yeah. It was an agricultural fair, a summer agricultural fair. A lot of counties always had a version of this. This is uh, this was Toronto's version, and, and it became something else altogether. And the grounds are, have become something else altogether mm. to ha- that house a lot of other things, not the least of which is, of course, sports teams. Toronto FC play out, play out, play off those grounds. That's where BMO Field is. So I'm still impressed they call it Toronto FC. To be honest, how so? Well, FC stands for football club. I know that, but that's people a are... common thing with football clubs. Yeah, I, I know, but it's just we. <laughs> However. <laughs> That's we good. don't tend to call it football in this it's, continent. Yeah, I know. Well, we there's no, still no, a few soccer. people. There's still a few people. Oh, I don't. I don't disagree. But I, actually, going to the point of naming a club that way mm-hmm. is kind of unusual because most people will refer to it as Toronto FC playing soccer, mm-hmm. and, got, and the league is called MLS Major League yeah, Soccer. Major league soccer. <laughs> but it's but this team is called Football Club, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I well, got in it, trouble it, for writing a trivia question about association football. Oh yeah, that's because that's that's what nobody because the licensor it was for was like, what are you talking about? Because that's, that's <laughs> they didn't know that they didn't know that there was like association football, gridiron football, 
all this other stuff. There's rugby and rugby league. That yeah. that confuses yeah, things that even further. So guys, want we can always go to see a real football match and get them see them get slaughtered when Real Madrid comes to yeah, play. Yeah, that'll be it. That, that's I actually saw their stadium in Madrid. Your head. Huh? What? <laughs> when you get beer bottles yeah, yeah, because you're cheering for the wrong team. Awesome, <laughs> actually. Having having that. But no, see, See, that's the sport, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, the hooligan. I don't care about the actual football. The hooliganism. The hooliganism is the sport. That's worth watching. And (laughs) you're English, right? You're of English descent. Uh, English, Scottish. Thank you. (laughs) I rest my case. Thank you. He's not on a watch list yet, so he isn't a true. (laughs) No, I'm too white to be on a watch list. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um. I guess uh, since, uh, as I said, this is the first episode since Anime North. Uh, so any, what else? Oh, who 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 hit a home run? Oh, oh wait, Jays have tied the game. Yes, they did. Uh, Adam Lind again. Lind, Great yeah. against the against yeah. the World Series champs. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I remember when we beat them. So that was 1993. That was, that was I'm aware it was 1993. Yes, ago. it was 16 years ago. We still kicked their ass. Yeah. The last time we were good. Who who <laughs> who who owns the World Series right now? Don't care. They do. Just like I don't care who Philly wins the Stanley Cup. It's Pittsburgh, by yeah, the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows that. Do you remember who okay. won the NBA championship at least? There's an NBA championship? Yeah. They still play that sport? Of course they do. Basketball really? is quite a popular sport. It's a pointless Down sport. To you. Well, <laughs> anytime, that you can, anytime that the best athlete is the tallest athlete, there's no amount of work Soccer kind put of into these things. It's you can put the tallest guy wins. No, because in soccer, if you get too tall, I think we've had this discussion at one point. If you get too tall, if you're in like the seven foot two range, you can't you're move. too awkward. You yeah, can't you can't move, move quickly enough to actually. You have do to it. find that balance. So sometimes, if you, so, um, so some aspects of the game, the Asian and I always said this: the Asians play the, the passing game a lot better yeah. than than the Europeans. And if you want to make it a passing game, you uh, Asians will Asian teams like Japan, you need specifically Japan, guys. Japan and, and Korea, they can outrun you. And and obviously, uh, seven years ago, Korea used it to perfection. Yeah. Almost perfection. Um, then again, then again, there's still. But so- soccer, football, is very much rooted in probably tradition, almost to a fault at times. And because of that, sometimes European European teams, well, still dominate. And, and, and European and South American teams can still dominate the game. Yeah, South American teams mostly. <laughs> well, who holds the World Cup at the moment too? So, and who's number one in the world too? I don't really pay enough. Okay, well. <laughs> Well, Spain looked pretty good a couple nights ago. I always so. presume it's either Brazil or Argentina. Argentina's ninety percent of the time, you're right. If that's what you guess, I know. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, um, the thing is, Argentina right now, I heard, is life or death for making the for qualifying. They're having trouble in, in World Cup qualifying. Yeah, at least but, England's uh, and so England, England's breezing. Yeah, we're, we're Canadian. Anybody who has a hard time qualifying for the World Cup is still miles better than us. Yeah, I know. Yeah. At least because well, at least they're still winning. We need it. like three teams to die before we get a chance. Come on, like literally everybody dies. <laughs> Well, no, no. There's just the United States and Mexico, and then after that, it's like a wild card almost. Yeah, yeah but we're but, fighting for been, like these wild cards with like you know Thailand and weird countries that barely have fields. Well, <laughs> we're, we're talking, 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 talking different countries, like, but um, you know, you know, but he's right. Costa Rica, um, Jamaica, Jamaica, they do better. Trinidad, um, Honduras. So yeah, I mean he does have a point. Concacaf okay. isn't going to get the spots because of how the teams play. But the funnier story was listening to South Africa, of course, is the host, 
and they're still talking about them maybe not being mm. able to be fully prepared with the stadiums and whatnot. And it's not just is that, that yeah. was forced on them because he wanted it in every continent. Yeah, where we, we, have, yeah we have that conversation for every major event. Athens, two thousand four. Mm-hmm. They really did just finish. Oh no! Yeah, literally, literally. London, 2012. I'm going to be surprised if they're finished in time. Well, no, well, I think is, I some really of the facilities am. are built. They say. some of the facilities are. I built. don't think Wembley is even anywhere near built. Wembley no, Wembley's done. Near, Wembley's, Wembley's done. Wembley's done. Oh, Wembley's how long did it take? Twenty years? Oh no, it took. It did take longer <laughs> than two years longer than it should have. But it's been up and running for about two years now. Okay, so that's fine. But then again, they. But then again, that's not the main stadium. No, it's not. So mm-hmm. that that could be fun. It, to, the the Olympics was really just an excuse to actually finish Wembley. Because <laughs> Wembley had been a construction project for like ten years. I don't know what's more expensive. What's more expensive, uh, Wembley or the new Yankee Stadium? Wembley. Wembley. Well, no. I remember any no any building in London, and this is this is coming from spending a, a significant amount of time in London. Was it over a billion dollars? Probably. Because it was probably like over, over a billion, billion pounds. We should look, we'll look that up during somewhere along the line. Well, the other thing though but is like, remember there are other projects like Vancouver Whistler has that Sea to Sky Highway that they've been working well, on that's, forever. That's an infrastructure thing though. I mean, True. So, okay, um, you're, you're going to look that up. Yeah, I'm going to look. Okay, it up. I got Google. Let's. Um, yeah, I do too. But then again, mine's recording. Okay. Uh, final thoughts on Anime North before like this is the first episode we taped. We ended our show at the end of day two. Obviously, there was day three. The downturn day um any final <laughs> well it, it is it is the letdown day after every all the events of uh saturday right so it but and it's also you know the end uh, any any final thoughts concerning um anime north uh any final thoughts i said pretty much everything at the uh at the, yeah, at the, the table you must have repeated because for all we know some between of us your, between the round table and our uh the second half of two assholes I mean, pretty much everything I need to say about Anna and has been said. From you. Yeah, I mean. Overall, okay? Thumbs up, thumbs down? Eh, it's not bad. It, it's as good as any other one I've ever been to. It's basically hmm. the same old, same old. Okay. Okay, um, here we go. Construction cost of Wembley Stadium as of uh, 2007 when it was officially finished. 798 million pounds. Whoa. That could what? that would be one and a half. That would be at least one and a half that billion. Would be, that would tie be because close I think to two it was, billion. Huh? Okay, that would be then it's two be billion. Two billion Canadian, one and a half American? Uh, no, like probably close to two American. American. Mm-hmm. Check a New Yankee it Stadium. It is officially the most expensive stadium ever built. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I guess we can't you. argue with that. You, New Yankee Stadium, I know, is over a billion too. So oh, it, the, yeah. But yeah. Oh, Jay take, took the lead. Okay, speaking of which. Um, Megan? <laughs> I think I've outgrown Anime North. Not that I won't stop going, but um, next year I think I'll stay at the Renaissance. <laughs> oh, because... <laughs> and it's just, it's so much, you know, when you spend half your time walking, you know, mm-hmm. and when you're in one place doing one thing, you're missing out on something else that's, you know, and I remember when it was small enough to fit in one hotel and you could just hop from room to room and it's not mm-hmm. like that anymore and... I don't know. I kind of miss do you, those days. Do you, are you of the belief that it's out, like grown too big for its own good? I think it definitely has grown too big. I, for its I don't own know good. about that. I think it's, it's more that smaller cons together in different well, areas. Yeah, but remember, Anime North isn't a single con anymore. No, it, it's really. it's a little closer to Fan Expo in that it has very divergent things yeah. that you you pay. It, you know, anybody who's into yaoi or anybody who's into gaming spends mm-hmm. most of their time in the one hotel. Yep. They don't come back to the other stuff. Yeah. The people who want to do, you know, who want to watch anime and 
you know, go to the stupid core anime panels. They hang around inside the Doubletree. Yeah. The people who just want to buy stuff and take pictures of cosplayers hang around the Congress Center. Yeah, it, it's really I don't I don't think it's that bad. Because, you know, do I we spent almost no time at the Renaissance but for the taping. Mm. Whereas I've spent no time there. Right. And I mean I other than doing our taping there, that's I wouldn't spend any time there. I'm not but I'm not even talking about size in terms of what sort of stuff it covers. I'm talking about literally like the amount of space that it's taking up because I mean compared to Fan Expo, Fan Expo it's easy to float from thing to thing. You know, it only takes up like a couple of floors of the couple of floors of the convention center and that's it. It's easy to float to it's it's all on the building. any further than like the last two, the first two rows of the dealer's room. Because mm. if you're past those, it's going to take you an hour to get out of there. Not nearly as long as the Anime North. I don't to, have a problem with Anime Because you have to work your way through all these crowds and girls that are getting people to honk. And... Well, it depends. Did you see any of that? What? No, you, if you're saying that, you probably saw a fair Yeah, amount. we walked by those girls a couple of times. I was... If you went and saw the autograph lines, then basically, unlike Fan Expo, they cut them off pretty quickly. Literally, the time they say you can basically, they are there, Mm -hmm. which usually isn't when they arrive. Mm -hmm. Basically, they cut off most of the lines for a good chunk of them for the first time autographs. If that was their only showing there, then you were (laughs) out of luck. But Fan Expo, I remember they would like have some of those lines snaking and you'd be there for maybe three hours. (laughs) And that's just probably a conservative estimate, depending on when you get there. But if you really wanted the autograph, you would yeah, get I mean, it if eventually. Yeah, you wanted the autograph, you but most, of the yeah. pe- but most of the people, I would say probably that isn't as bad, because I know some people, they talk about the other cons down south, uh, um, Anime Expo and Otakon, and places that have those Japanese guests, or mm-hmm. the higher-end ones, the higher-end guests, they probably snake even longer. Mm-hmm. Oh, you'd see him. You'd see him. I mean... Uh, I mean, I mean, you're right. He's right on one. He's right on that, at least. Uh, like, Anime North, as much as we love, uh, talk about and mm-hmm. love it to many extents, mm-hmm. it, it is, it isn't certainly up there. Uh, it isn't up there on the higher tiers. It's good, but it's good and it's good generally speaking. But in terms of how, it, in terms of the grand scheme of the the anime conventions in North America, you know, it, 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 it's not. It's not anywhere near some of the big ones. No, I'm but no. and it probably never will be. Most of the huh? time. Sorry, I find it boring most of the time. Yeah, you know, I, I, I've you know I do the round table, which you know is mm-hmm. at night mm-hmm. on one day. Uh, now we do two assholes taping in the afternoon on both days. Mm-hmm. But then you know, other than anime hell, I've got nothing to do mm-hmm. because I see very little interest. Other than the podcasting panel, there's I, none of the panels interest me in the slightest. Well, because you've got quote unquote experts, yeah, who are usually just people who happen to have watched a particular series. Yeah, well, the, you know, I mean, up, 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 I know you've yeah, I've, heard, I've heard your uh, rant on there's like fan panels and then there's panels with you know actual, that actually yeah, but the, the real <laughs> panels are very few and far between. Yeah, True. yeah, and, define a real panel, know, and they're very disparate topics. I mean, you have I, to really be interested. I showed up early on Saturday, and then I looked at the schedule, and I figured I might as well have slept in because there was nothing on there that I really wanted to see. I was not until like five in the evening. I'll say, I'll say for myself. Yeah, the problem is because I don't stay there. Yeah. I'm not prepared to mm-hmm. get the hotel room. Yeah, I didn't it's stay there good. either. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm I, first of all, this was like the first Anime North out of living here, and the drive is isn't that long. It's mm. like ten minutes. It's yeah. less than ten minutes to get there for me. 
just go out, just go, um, just go north slightly, really slightly. And then, you know, I'm basically, I've basically hit the area. Um, on a personal level, I'll say it was like for taping, taping wise, it was amongst the smoother experiences I've ever had. Mind you, I didn't mind you. Um, mind you, we weren't either feel, uh, two years ago feeling our way around getting used to taping at, at Anime North or last year, me recovering from the funeral, my grandmother's funeral. Yeah. Which really put me out of it, frankly speaking. Yeah, we had a we had a fairly smooth run. These, the, yeah, this year was fairly smooth. It, it had its usual outrage, mo- uh, you know, it had its usual fun moments, especially with Ashley, or as you come to. She as only you, has one name. She's accepted this. She plays <clears throat> along pretty well. Yeah, yeah, she's well. Yeah, and I know you haven't talked to her, but uh, Brent and I. Had Spe- uh, chat with her periodically. Yeah, I, so. I just don't actually have her on a certain thing. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I only have I I, I she's see I have her G, I have her Gmail. Oh, is she on G Talk? She she's on she's on G uh, yeah she's on Google Chat. Oh, I didn't actually know that. Okay, she's on given Go- that you know I know like now like three people that use Google Talk. So mm-hmm. I use it too. Yeah, I and that, too. You, you're one of them. <laughs> oh, but I don't talk to you on Google. No, I, I talk know. to you on MSN. And I, I talk to Brent only on Facebook. Even though he's on MSN, all I know. Time. I, well, and, I, and, and with this, and on my iPhone, I, I, I'm almost on it too. Oh, and by the way, um, you heard they updated. Uh, I am. I am. Uh, I, I am. I don't I am know plus. if I've done the update yet. Yeah, they they now uh, they now do push. Oh, excellent! It, it now okay. does push. So uh, it now does push on light. Well, they did push before. They did push on the full version. Well, what it did, but it, what it, no, it did push on light before, but it pushed to your email. Yeah. Well, no, then that's but what it still it, because does. Because actual push technology isn't being pushed. Isn't being. Uh, isn't being put in it until uh, version three, mm-hmm. which launches quite soon. I think it it's this is week. I, think I, think I heard it's this week. I think on Friday. But yeah, um, that's when the three GS is launching. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I guess we we'll get on the Apple topic later. Uh, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do it actually after just briefly after after the first break. Um, so how about that pornography? Which one? I don't know. Just generally. <laughs> Leave it to Beaver. Yeah, leave it to Beaver. Yeah. <laughs> See that's 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 an actual name. You'd have to call it like leave it in Beaver, <laughs> uh-huh. or put it in Beaver. That's a, that's Careful, it's not bestiality, sure. or you'll end type up that like in. Our... Google that in, yes. and I'm pretty sure you'll come up with something. You do that for a sec, okay? Um, yeah, those were those were. Those, but that all said, it, they were smooth shows. So, um, mm-hmm. so now that we've uh, at least gotten our gotten our routine in to at least taping in general, there, um, almost anyway. Hopefully, to now get really people, good. huh? Norm was really good. Norm's always out. Norm's always good. Norm's yeah. always cool for helping us get the get the get the get the gig in the first place. Mm-hmm. But he also, as you notice, helps us. You know, does the taping, does a bit of the taping with us. He's and, got, he's got and he's usually still patrolling the rooms. He's usually still patrolling the rooms at that point too. He's got it down to a science by now. Yeah, yeah. So that's why he can take uh, maybe twenty minutes to do a, a bullet segment with us. Mm-hmm. Um, our next goal is to ho- actually get a guest to do the sh- get one get a guest of honor to sit in for for uh, for tapings. Uh, but we don't know because be, because of the late night nature of the of the show there, mm-hmm. uh, easier said than done. It's really just coming down to logistics or time, really. I mm-hmm. uh, hope to do it again though. Um, assuming uh, this either one of us is still standing come this point next year. <laughs> still standing? What are you implying that anything can happen? <laughs> anything can happen. That's a, that. Kind of morbid of you, Mike. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I have to say that <laughs> we might be dead. Well, I could be dead. Hey, speaking of being dead. Guess who contacted me? Who? Who's that? Oh, Ashley? Our favorite dead guy. Oh, Neil. Neil. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay, what did he say to you? He, he wanted a copy. He, he couldn't remember a name of a hentai game. Oh. 
So, so, in to, addition so he to comes just, to the expert. In addition to just providing him the name, I actually gave him the game. Good for you. Because <laughs> it was an old one. I happen yes. to have it. Good for you. So therefore, therefore, you can, didn't have to transfer too much and, and kneel on his dial The dialogue. funny thing is I, I actually – I was sitting on my work computer when I got the email. So I pulled the game file from my home computer onto my work computer and then uploaded it to my web space. <laughs> just just make sure he can, and he can get on his own time. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And nice. then he emailed me back and said, yeah, oh, yeah, he remembered it now. And okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we heard from uh, Neil. Was, uh, Neil, was, um, Neil and Courtney, actually, I've been in touch with uh, recently. Sweet. And they'll be on the show probably sometime in the next month. Sweet. Um, Neil has said that he'll only do the show if Courtney does it as well. <laughs> so um, Cool. So when so both of them will return at the same time. He which can is, bring me my package notice. That yeah, and they can they can finally and... pick up their DVDs because <laughs> uh, Courtney has a co- Courtney has a, a Beck bo- a Beck mini box waiting here, mm-hmm. and Neil has a has a fruits basket thin pack waiting here too. Mm-hmm. So um, it'll be nice for them to, to finally come up to the West Coast to the West End. West Side represent. But uh, yeah, you know, it, it it would be it 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 just would be nice because we haven't seen him that either of them in months. I haven't we haven't seen Courtney in more than a year on the, yeah, around this microphone. Time, yeah. But um, it's been since the fall since we saw um, saw Neil in any form too. And that was before the York's the Great York mm-hmm. Strike of uh, 08. Yeah, oh, the one that took away my bus access. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> walk all the way to fucking Steels to get my go bus. I got another question now. Um, anybody here happen to use uh, Ubuntu to any real degree? What's that? Uh, Obviously not. But it's a of. Linux distro. Sort of. Why is there no simple way to force quit an app? I don't know. Okay. You're, okay. For, you're, you're asking for for the next version, guys, which uh, is whatever you called it with a K, because nine point oh four is Jaunty Jackalope. <laughs> whatever the K version is, can you please make that uh, an option? Because you know Windows does it, Mac does it, and Firefox three keeps crashing on me. So I was using a live disk on my broken computer of Ubuntu, and it it just kept freezing. So I was using yeah. it. So I switched to a different distro. Yeah. Well, 9.04 is actually quite nice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot smoother than 8.1. But this is a problem <laughs> I've had for a while. Stop making apps crash and then let me and then leave me with no option hmm. for what to do about it. So you're running Ubuntu on your on your E? Yeah. Oh. Well, Windows is too uh is too too heavy. Yeah, it's too heavy. It's too heavy. They still have yet to really perfect Windows exactly. for, so for netbooks. Windows so. seven is nice, but I'll wait for the actual release for it. Because mm-hmm. Andros um, does have a, a task manager, it just doesn't work half the time. Well, it kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On well, to... Xandros KDE. I'm not real big on KDE. Okay. So, um... and that particular distribution of Xandros isn't very compatible with a lot of uh, that is way over stuff. my head. Yeah, that, that's one of the, that's one of the problems I always have with the EPC. Is like, okay, yeah, you put a nice functional OS on there, unless I want to use anything that isn't already in it. <laughs> All right, all right, we should move on because uh, which, is why, which uh, is why I bricked it when I tried to update well, yeah. it. <laughs> okay, we should move on. We should move on a little bit because um, I know I know Austin is dying here. He has something. Actually, that might He's be fun. Fall asleep at the mic. He, this, actually, that could be funny. Okay, um, we should uh, actually get on to the uh, actual topic stuff. Um, really, we just really we're just taking this episode to kind of get back ourselves back up to speed uh, before too long before too much ha- too much has happened, and. 
the only two topics, two major topics, at least in the anime world, over the last couple, over the last three weeks, we haven't been on the air. There's further fallout from the Christopher Handley case, and then of course um, Funimation, since they were hyping it at Anime North, the uh, simul the simul stream of um, One Piece, and yeah, that went was their biggest yeah. uh, property um, to. Simon. Yeah, we, and I want to cover those two topics at least in the for the rest of the first segment for the next uh, I guess twenty minutes. Um, there's the Christopher Handley case, and obviously we touched on it briefly at the la- during during the Anime North tapings because the guilty plea had just been entered. But now we're now um, in the weeks since then, and the immediate couple of days after that taping, a little bit more information has come out concerning the plea itself and what evidence could have been presented. By, by all sides involved, including the Comic Book Legal Defense Fund, and uh, Adam, I know Adam, I know had been going through the um, plea, the written plea itself. Yeah, I, I, I fished through the actual plea agreement because it is available online. Um, and you seem it, disappointed. It, it, well, it, it's clearly a case of he just wanted out. There, there's the, some of the facts that are in there. I'm not going to read them back because they're they're fairly explicit. Not that I not not to say that I have a problem saying this shit on air, but it's. It's just it's just it, a lot it, to go it's through. It's quite detailed. Keep in mind we're gonna to, to give description of some of the some of the obscenity in the manga. We'll talk about a wrestler's death later. Well, yeah, and we're but gonna I mean, get into detail with that. Some of the, the it's very detailed. And that is that's one of those things that doesn't enter plea agreements unless they just want out of the case at all costs. Which you which is the sense what it which that's is the sense I get from that. reading that. Is he just wanted out, he wanted to put it put an end to it. And so if, you know, you go to a prosecutor and say, look, I want out, what's it going to take? You know, the prosecutor's going to say, okay, well, you know, I'll let you cop to, I think in this case, it was only one of the charges. <laughs> but. It's a major one, isn't it? Well, um, I mean, how major it, was all the charge? five charges were the same. He just only pled to one of them. Okay. Um, but they're going to put it, they're going to put all the details out there. Because he means the sentencing could, there's no sentencing recommendation. So it'll be it's left just, to the it'll be left open to the judge. It's entirely up to the court. Yep. Ooh. Like the prosecution won't say anything concerning. Well, sentencing? the prosecution. No, they may. The prosecution may put together a sentencing report, and it may be favorable. But there's no obligation on them to. And there never is, isn't there? Uh, the, well, if they agree to do it, right? Sometimes it's a it's a term of the the plea agreement that they'll put together a, a favorable sentencing report. Okay. <laughs> but. In this case, there's no obligation whatsoever. So it's just sort of a, you know, he wanted out. So it's, well, whatever. I'll take whatever I have to. Does this, uh, does this uh, speak a little bit as to the strength of either side's case? Not necessarily. Not with a plea agreement like that. Um, and that, that's sort of the problem with plea agreements is you're reading with almost none of the information. You're guessing, by and large, and as to what people's motivations Yeah, it's a total guess it. for most of us. It's an educated guess at best it's for you. It's a little bit more but educated some... for me, but... But yeah, I mean, it doesn't really speak to... I mean, you can argue it does and it doesn't. You know, that he, that he didn't want to go to trial might speak to the fact that he didn't feel he had much of an argument. Right. But he, but based on the plea agreement, it looks like he just wanted the thing to be at an end. He just wanted... He was just tired. So, you know, it could go either way. Okay, so... But I mean... It, how much are you willing to... Let, how, much, how much do you want to give in terms of the details at this point, though? You said you don't want to do much. Well, but. I mean, I just don't want to read the passages, right? I mean, the, the, the document's freely available online. ANN had a link to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you'll need... It's legalese for, like, the first 12 pages because it's just the, the agreement. Mm-hmm. But how Schedule many? A is the, is the setup... Is the, is the 
sequence of facts. Mm-hmm. And it, it's fairly detailed as to what's actually contained. So it's it's a situation where he's probably going to get hit on sentencing pretty hard. Well, what's what's the max he could was... face? Do you remember? Does anyone remember? Uh, ten years mm-hmm. and two hundred fifty thousand dollars fine. You think he get? You think he gets prison? He'll get prison. He may not get that long. I'm sure he won't get that long, given that he pled. Okay. Well, it depends. Pleading is an says... automatic discount. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think some people thought it was still unfair that he's still going to get the jail time and that stuff for a crime. And then I think some of it. There were other things out there. I remember. One of the um, legal experts that his actual mm-hmm. lawyer tried to get. Speaking to the mic, by the way, you're. Sorry. You're not. <laughs> I'm kind of dying here. Anyway, the um, lawyer basically uh, was corresponding with one of their legal experts. The legal expert, after this came out, put some of the uh, information out there from the emails. Mm-hmm. He didn't think it was that bad, but it seemed like there was very few and far between communication. He was doing a lot of other cases. Also from the mother, because the mother supposedly sent him some emails. He says he doesn't know if it really is the mother. But given how long these passages were, like, it was paragraphs on paragraphs. Mm-hmm. And as he said, I would agree that, remember reading through some of it, it was like an Academy Award-winning speech almost, saying that basically got railroaded. He had this secret mm-hmm. meeting with his lawyer, and the lawyer and him discussing, he said, okay, I'll agree to it, hoping that I'd get the lesser plea. But everyone else yeah. said he shouldn't have done it. Well, it's... So. It, that's the thing. It's yeah, Would it have been a great test case for the comic book legal defense fund to test out that whole argument? Yeah, it would have been. But he's still in the middle of this, right? And so he is still in a position where he might, you know, it, going to trial and testing that could be detrimental. Because if he goes to trial and he loses, his sentence is automatically higher. Mm-hmm. Because he went, because he didn't plead. The other thing is, is it's years to get through these things. He was it already is. how many? Like two years or yeah, two and, and a half he, years and he, so far. I believe you. So I don't know if he was incarcerated for it. Oh, during I, that I have no idea. I, but I think he was on um, house arrest, hmm. was what his mother said. But he probably had ankle moderate. Yeah, so I mean, if, you, if, you're, if you're basically <clears throat> imprisoned anyway, and if you're on house arrest, you don't get the same credit for pretrial custody. I mean, I, I don't know about the rule in the States, but the standard rule in Canada, which the conservative government is trying to get rid of, which is a stupid idea. But time served, the essentially time served type thing. Uh, pre-trial custody is worth, is two to one. So for every month you spend in pre-trial custody, you get a credit of two months off your sentence. Um, now, that that's there, A, because... Uh, jails are considered to be worse condition than prisons, which is true. Um, but also because you're being imprisoned at a time when you're presumed to be innocent. So it, it, it's a credit for that imbalance. For that, for that, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. an imbalance. It's especially you know, it's not it's not illegal to do it. It's it's uh, it would it's a violation of charter rights that's saved by section one. But it's still, it is a violation of their rights to a degree. It's an acceptable violation, but it's a violation. So they give them a credit for the fact that they've done that. Uh, little quirk, uh, if, you, if you're in the Don Jail for pretrial custody, you get three months for every month you spend there. I think I've seen, I think wow. I've heard about, I've heard about the conditions. Because the yeah, Don the is so bad. That is, bad. that is a messed up looking place. It really is. That is a mess, if, I, if the, I've seen the, like, just looking, just uh, from what I've heard and some of the pictures I've seen. So, but, um. Like, I mean, you said it was, like, I mean, I remember you said this was still very plain and simple, like, back in, back at North. Well, it's plain and simple 
based on the statute. The statute does prohibit, the statute very plainly prohibits um, depictions of sexual situations with involving minors. Mm -hmm. It's very clear. Um, so the issue isn't, that, that's a problem with, with making it a test case because it's not a plain obscenity case. Because the, you know, a, a law which prohibits obscene material could be challenged. Because it's a, well, you know, that's where, that's where, you know, interaction with the freedom of expression and the things like that, right? Because it's, well, what's obscene, right? If it's art, mm -hmm. somebody was free to make it, mm -hmm. and that's not a violation. So but why isn't somebody why, else allowed to view it? And, mm -hmm. and consume it. And consume exactly. it for, so that's, only for their own the personal, but only this for their is own the case where the, stat, the statute says very plainly. So you would have to challenge the validity of that section of the statute under the Constitution. Which is a lot harder. Yeah, you can't get very far by challenging a law against child porn. Exactly. And <laughs> so, I mean, it, it could have been a good case. It might not have been. It's hard to tell with that statute in place. Well, we don't even know what the images really were, except for a few things. We, we've I got some descriptions. Some and we have a, and there's been some allusion to one of the one of the mangaka. But then we know how in certain hentai manga and manga in general, some of the characters do look younger, depending yeah. on what you look at. But by the same token, as a, as a consumer of a fair amount of hentai, excuse me, um, there is a fair bit of stuff out there with very plainly involves minors. Yeah, I'm not. You know, it, it's quite obvious. There there are a lot of artists who focus on that, mm -hmm. or or well, for just to cover them something well, characters that look young. No, to be. Quite honest. Yes, it's, okay. Because it's a situation where it's not as... The law is very different in Japan. There's something... Which I know that. Which I know there's exactly. an issue there. So which, of course, yeah. is under review there. But that's another story. Think, but that was the industry story. group, I think, mm -hmm. in regards to, to rape, rape games planes, and stuff yeah. like that. Actually, you have a thought on that before we move? Before um, I rape can, games. Yeah, um, the rape game... Uh, well, the a, rape a, game ban, was it? I yeah. think it's a knee-jerk reaction. It's kind of pointless. Because there was no... Rape games have been around for years. Why is it only now? It's a motif. It's a motif in a lot of fiction. It's a, it's motif, a motif in a lot, in a lot of, of fiction. It's a motif, motif in a lot of. But even specifically with dating sim type games, rape sims have been around a long time in Japan. It wasn't until somebody translated one and released it in Western culture ah. that everybody got up in arms because it it, it it's fictional. Mm -hmm. Japan doesn't seem to have this, this, this consideration of, oh, well, if we allow people to produce this stuff, it'll encourage people to go out and do these illegal activities. I know, the whole, the whole bullet thing, the whole magic mm -hmm. bullet. Uh, right, and so that doesn't seem to be a, see, a, an do. issue in Japan. I mean, I'm not going to generalize. I'm not from there, but you know, it, that, that's my impression of it, is they don't mm -hmm. seem to have that social view. That any piece of media will, you know, cause people to do something. Mm -hmm. they, they don't want to admit that people are thinking about it without actually doing it. Right. I think that they're not, they're not creating a separation between thought and action. They they assume that that you know if you're thinking that stuff, eventually you're going to act on it. Yeah, that, that's mm -hmm. the Western perception anyway. Yeah. Like that, like that guy that uh, raped that little girl and claimed it was because he accidentally found child porn on the internet. 
What about that one? And somehow uh, that held up for a while, and I don't know why. What about the one today about the um, fella who played Halo Free, and then like his uh, father and uh, mother took it away from him, and he basically shot both of them. The minister father survived. The mother is dead, but supposedly he got a, his pl- not his plea, but his sentence was reduced due to the video game argument, which is interesting because they said he felt it was like playing Halo or something like that, that it made him less... You, but the, the Twinkie defense worked. This I is the U.S. <laughs> Certain things don't make sense. Good. Look up the <laughs> Twinkie defense in your spare time. It worked, and it's ridiculous. It's not as ridiculous as the Chewbacca defense, but it's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you like up, just from a common you, sense perspective, you look at it, have like, how did anybody that. buy that? And we have to put up wikis for that, I guess. Twinkie defense. <laughs> Twinkie defense and the, and the Chewbacca, Chewbacca defense. defense. But no, the way this one, the rape one, played out, it was more of, it was a story on TBS, and basically it was a fake story saying that they were going to ban it. The industry basically said, wait a sec, we never said that, but we are having a meeting. Yeah. And then at the meeting, supposedly, in some of the notes, they said, basically, that all the people, there were so many of them, they couldn't fit some of them in, mm-hmm. so they only let one per uh, group. And then basically it was an overall sense they said of what can we do to make this go away? What can we do to change our game so our bottom line Mm -hmm. isn't hurt because they knew it was probably going to go through regardless because the intense pressure pressure they were under. But the problem is, you know, this is an industry group. It's not even like a mandatory industry group. This is just a collection of companies that make H games. It's not all of them. So they've sort of they've sort of just come to an agreement to say, okay, you know, we we really don't think we should be making them anymore. We won't make any. But remember, that's how the ESRB got started in the early '90s with video game violence and so on and so forth. Yeah, but the ESRB is a, is also patently ridiculous with certain things, and it's one of the most pointless, you know, ratings boards in existence. Be- because culturally, that's exactly it. Because parents will still willingly buy mm. mature rated games for kids. Um, a, because they don't really pay attention. It's like television. They just sort of use it as a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also get the situation of, I mean, I, I, I only read this you know, once or twice a couple of times, but that, and this would be my perspective on it, is that, but I was playing violent video games when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't caused any problems for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's why I think using that defense is kind of silly because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's a, one person out of the millions of people that are playing the same game, one person yeah. kills somebody and claims it's the video game's fault. Well, there are other probably psychological issues underlining well, some of those exactly. cases. And then there's this, the idiots who think they can get off on a ridiculous The sort of defense. person who's yeah. going to walk into a school and shoot all of the students is going to do that regardless of what their quote-unquote yeah. motivation is. They're going to do it regardless of whether they played Doom or went bowling the day before. Yeah, I it mean... It makes no difference. Youth violence existed before video games. Well, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> we, the, reason, the reason we know it... Know it uh, a little bit more today is when it's well publicized we uh, have the technology to publicize it a lot further mm-hmm. and maybe on a larger scale uh because populations have grown too mm-hmm. i mean i mean we say we say that we say the numbers are higher but then again is it in does it go in proportion with how big a city has gotten yeah because mm-hmm. i mean video games have hit critical mass by this point mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the saturation so. point they outsell they outsell cds hmm? they do these days mm-hmm. awesome they do these days. Okay, uh, let's go part two. Um, 
Funimation. Funimation, when they were here, uh, Lance High School, that was his name? Yes. Yes. Lance High School, one of the marketing guys at, at Funimation, he was touting the uh, simulcast of One Piece, which would be like they'd show a subversion of the latest episode to air in Japan within hours of its airing in Japan. And on the week it's supposed to happen, the episode got leaked off of, from Funimation servers. From a quote-unquote publicly accessible server as well. Yeah, yeah you think they would have had more... And then put it online, you know, and then what's... And then, yeah, and it was put online for people to to enjoy before the Japanese broadcast. So mm-hmm. this has been suspended until further notice. So, sorry, go ahead. What's your thoughts? Well, I think as we discussed before, this wasn't the first case, quote-unquote. The first case was Phantom Requiem. Which was earlier for in the, the week. Phantom. Right? Yeah, that was, that was a week, couple right? weeks ago. Oh, it was a couple weeks before A couple that. weeks ago. And the thing with that, though, is it surprises me. Now, it doesn't really surprise me because realistically, the reason why One Piece is the one that gets the slap down is it is the bigger title, obviously. And it's at, what, 400 episodes, give or take. And the big thing is, it was interesting looking at people. They are blaming Funimation, Toei, all of them. I would agree Funimation probably has some blame for lack of security and lack of foresight because usually when you plan, security is always top of mind. But the bigger thing is, I think what killed it is the committee. And on the committee was Fuji uh, Broadcasting, which obviously broadcasts it. And they're going to lose the revenue from advertising on that block. The night of. Now, for that show, obviously, since it's been going on verbatim forever, I don't think moms and dads and children that are basically the targets of this show are going to go to their computer, go to some random torrent site or random site to download it. So I think they have less to worry about because look at Wolverine and its opening week compared to what happened before. Now, you could say that's quality as well. But the bigger issue, I think, with Phantom is it's a smaller title. It's in the afternight slot which is mainly driven by otakus. And basically, you've already released it, and the otakus are probably the ones that are most likely going to go over the internet and try to find these things to be the first to say, oh, I've watched it or I've done this. So I would be more peeved off if I was the smaller guy. There's a lot more to lose with Phantom. Yeah. There's a lot more at stake with Phantom, just sheer numbers. Obviously, with this one, it finally brought to a forehead. They've shut down all the servers. They just... Brought them back up. And I, said, think, I think, I think, from what I understand, the uh, the service is back up. The but um, but One Piece is not on that ser- on the stream service anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, it was legal contracts as well was another thing that probably got broken. So there probably was a clause in there, whether it be fines or whether it be a punishment for what happened. Hmm. Yeah, it, uh, I can sum up my thoughts on this pretty succinctly. Wah, wah, wah. I know. Wah, no, I'm wah, not impressed. Wah, wah. Well, I'm not. Shit, in- uh, movies get leaked. I, there's just something the that has, just about every movie that ever gets released is leaked before its release. The companies don't turn around and say, "Well, we're not releasing it then. You'll just have to wait." Could this be that's a, retarded? Could this be a way? Could this be another like we talked about the the a change in the way the Japanese do business? Yeah, could this be a version of that? The, could this be yet another version of that? Or could you perceive because it as they weren't version? giving streaming lights and download rights, mm-hmm. and basically this is their first test with Crunchyroll and all a, these other services. The, the Japanese are and willing so, to change the way they do business, and Funimation turns around and says, "Well, I guess if somebody stole it off our server, I guess we're not going to do it then." Well, I think it's more of the broadcaster because I think they would have yeah, more well, of the I mean, rights who, who because they lose the money and they'll be. But the they're going to get the same money off that advertising block as they ever would have. Well, no, I do agree. I do agree. Watch it. Like I do agree with that, but yeah. I think it's different compared to the North American leagues because obviously this is one of the first of its kind. 
where it leaked way before yeah, it but was it supposed leaked to onto the air. internet. If Funimation never publicized the leak, nobody who would have watched that stream would have known anything about it. Well, no, they would have known because basically it would have been taken down. The fans would have been crying, like you said, saying, <laughs> "What the fuck happened to this? You said it's going to no, happen." No, but that's and the thing. If that, they, if they then, had just aired it anyway, at the appropriate time without publicizing it. But it doesn't matter. Once it happened, the Japanese are like, fuck this. If this is going to happen every time, we want to make damn sure that our security is airtight. Mm. They're not going to say, well, oh, once is enough. Here, slap on the hand. Go again. Try again. Yeah, but how, how are they going to... But if they're selling the, the, the streaming rights to someone else, there's no way they can ensure that security. No, it's true that obviously once it's on, I know once it's on the internet, once regardless. it's on there, it's you know it's accessible, and once you give those rights to a company, they're going to be at, sort of at liberty to do their thing. Mm-hmm. What Even, security and, they put and, on and, there? And, no, I agree with that. part of that liberty is, is be- to screw it up. Yeah, they might <laughs> fuck it like, up, and you know the only thing that they could really put into a contract is a paper shield, right? They can say, well, you know, if it gets leaked beforehand as a result of your security, you need to pay us X amount of dollars. Which is well, obviously which is a different type of clause in But what could have happened instead was if this got leaked beforehand, this all all bets could be off. That could have been that could have been what what resulted too. Yeah, but that's 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 not a good situation for them. For who? Anybody? For the Japanese company? For anybody really? Well, no. But the, if the Japanese company, if the broadcasters in Japan are relying on this streaming for advertising revenues. The advertising revenue from who? Are, but from who? Uh, from overseas? From whoever is from whoever advertising for ads on these at this time uh, frame, right? For, mm-hmm. Or forever is paying for ads on the street. And remember, right. advertising is going down in Japan just like everywhere yeah. else in the world for manga magazines and TV know, stations. So it's hurting them even more. So That's if they, they expected will. to get you know two bucks per view of advertising revenue per stream, ad, per stream, per stream yeah. yeah. And as a result of this leak. They can argue, well, those the number of streams was therefore reduced because of this leak, because mm-hmm. not it was available before the launch. So you have to pay us, you know, X amount of fifty thousand dollars or whatever the contract says as damages mm-hmm. because you caused that thing to leak. Was there any but, danger of the advertiser pulling out? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Not really. I think so more of it's the, the production. The advertiser okay. would have would have would have been signed on the dotted line well okay. before this. So. Mm-hmm. You know, what are they, they can't really pull out. Even if they pull out, they're still paying for it. Mm. So you're, you're in sort of a stupid situation where, you know, okay, well, this is what you should have put in your contract in the first place. Anybody else would have put a penalty clause if you were really worried about the leak. Well, they probably do. It's just a different type of penalty clause than, say, Phantom. Maybe Phantom had the one where you said that they probably have a fine in yeah. place. But the other one probably said no ball. Yeah, but there's no point taking your ball and going home. It doesn't. It doesn't get you anywhere. Which seems well. Obviously, if this is not happening, somebody took their ball. Somebody somebody took their ball and went home. But it's a stupid thing to do. You know, the fans were clearly I mean, I, relying on this. The greater the question is why you would have it on a. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sorry. Why would you? No, I, I think the greater question is why it doesn't seem like there's much foresight where how they could drop the ball where it would be accessible on a public server. Where it wouldn't either be on a private server or something like that with technology well, the way it is, it is to then put it what it is third they party probably, they on probably the just threw it up in a directory. Yeah, the directory wasn't linked anywhere. Mm-hmm. But, but if you knew the name of the directory, you could yeah, get it. Can yeah, get yeah it. and that's yeah, probably no, what happened probably. here. I mean, doesn't take it doesn't take too much. Well, of a some team. intern probably thought, you know, what's the big deal? Nobody knows this directory exists mm-hmm. yeah. until somebody found it. Yeah, that's kind of that's not giving much credit to even to, even the most plain even the most regular net surfer. 
That's what no, a lot much of less, the, much less somebody who's an expert and a hacker. I think it's probably more of a regular fan, probably not even in the states where they can prosecute, and they basically do what they always do. They find a way to find the series, just like the fans yeah, but do to get the raw. Prosecute in this case, it was publicly accessible. Mm-hmm. It's publicly accessible. I had every right to be there. Or, yeah, I have a right to so find you think it, so. that would be the argument the person had if they were in the states. If they, yeah, I mean, because yeah. you put it in that you put it on that server. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't that, have to. In other words, I, I stumbled I, on it. Exactly, I stumbled on it. I, I mean, they said they're going to go. They said they said they want to go after the. They, they probably would stated, find them, but you know, if I happen to be wandering down a dark alley and I trip over a DVD of One Piece, <laughs> 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 you, you, you might, you know, you might be able to say it's yours. You know, and you had a rightful, and you had, you know, you rightfully owned it, but you can't convict me of possession of stolen property. Can't convict- when I had no reason to believe it was stolen. This is all just a curiosity type thing, right? And this isn't a case where curiosity can kill the cat. No, but, it's not a case where there's any fault to be to be you know doled yeah. out at all. That's why, about, but in the end, this is why I just cannot be sympathetic. What to, about the argument, to, to though? Just to say the fact of the fact that obviously it was well publicized that would come out at certain time, certain place, on certain pla- in uh, the server. And basically, they went and got it beforehand. So how would that uh, defend? Even work so, then? I still stumbled on it. Stumbled on it? You put it on a public server. Mm. That's what it really comes down to, too. I mean, they, I'm not really... I mean, I mean the thing is, if Funimation, like Funimation put it on a server. Like, I, I wondered mm-hmm. how much security they put in. If it's a public server, that ain't much, is it? No. Well, I think they probably had some security in there. They're part of a public company, Navair. So you would think that the people at Navair's side on the technical end would probably have some know-how to help them make it happen. But they did admit at the con they had issues with buffering for all the titles, and they were still working on that. So maybe that could have been where the ball was dropped, where they were working on other issues. In the Mm -hmm. translation, right? Hmm? Or nope. in like the local no, no. Team? Basically, they had to have enough space so that it could buffer properly, so yeah. you could uh, watch the episode. Oh yeah. yeah basically, yeah. it was buffering. It was taking forever for the episodes to start. So they were trying to work on that issue, and probably they dropped okay, the ball on I, this issue. This is a part I certainly missed. So yeah. okay. because they were talking about the con, they've been talking about it all over the internet. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're sort of speculating here in any event, right? You know, I all we all we know is that it says it's a publicly accessible server, mm-hmm. the details of which are not provided. Mm-hmm. So we're, you know we're speculating as to what it means. But hey, do I think it's a problem? Not really. Not real. And hey, that's what we're in the. That's why this podcast is around to speculate. Yeah. And because to talk because about because yeah. <laughs> so because ultimately ultimately we are la- because because of the fact the companies and rightfully so don't ha- aren't obligated to say anything to us. That doesn't mean we can't think. That doesn't mean we can't speculate. That doesn't mean we don't have a brain. Well. That's obviously, That's obviously why the but. the uh, the uh, post there, the interview was put up. Mm-hmm. It may be plain as day to us, but obviously it was one of those things where they just wanted it out there so they could cool the air. Mm-hmm. Probably did them nothing much, but no, nothing. So, it's something well, that they always I mean, do. I it's do appreciated all the time. that they want to say something and uh, and all that, but you know, mm-hmm. it, what's done is done too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they can't unring the bell, but mm-hmm. who knows where it goes from here? Which Japanese uh, partners with the various firms, how they're going to react now and go forward with probably dealing with contracts, well, dealing is... with their partners now? Yeah, are but... they going to step back or are they going to step forward and say, "Well, this is happening all over Let's... the world"? Well, then cross your fingers that this doesn't uh, ruin anything, ruin anything uh, in the long term. But then again, this is part of the growing pains too. 
stuff. This, this is the sort of crap that happens when you're trying to when you're trying to figure out the the you know the ins and outs of this sort of market. Mm-hmm. You learn your lessons, a, apparently. Yeah, yeah, you learn. You know, shit fucks up. You deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure there will just I'm sure there will be just as much fanfare for simulcasting of something piece, else. Episode four hundred four, which I think they should just be really neat and not make. You don't care. No, make four hundred five. <laughs> Before, before I forget 404, right? <laughs> okay, let's take the break. Bullets coming up. We still have to figure out what those bullets will be. I think we're talking about Japanese pro wrestling for a brief moment. We'll figure out something. And I think we're talking about Apple. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it after the break. You're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. Hi, I'm DJ City. Hi, I'm DJ Gladiator. We are the Japan Experience. Where you you can hear us talking about Japan, travel, and music. So check us out at our new website at www.jrajo.net. Or you can check us out on your local podcast server, including iTunes. We are TJX, the Japan Experience. Yeah, it was pretty much a, uh, you know, aha, character conflict. Somebody wants the Rose Bride. Yeah. We'll get Long to that later. intro sequence we'll, into the into Hold the up, duel. hold up. We'll get to that in a bit later in the bullets, okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, for the first time, for the first time, we've had a casualty mid-show. Um, you know, you know, the last couple of days here, it's been like warm, suddenly warm in Toronto. It's been cool much of the spring. It, it, below 20 degrees centigrade. Uh, fuck whatever that... Yeah. Uh, that translates into in Fahrenheit. Um, but uh, it's, it's gotten consistently over 20 the last little while. And with it comes, comes some seasonal issues, especially for, for, mo- for a good chunk of us. So some of us, because of the, uh, new, the uh, increased pressure, air pressure, come down with headaches. Uh, also sometimes flu. And sometimes mm-hmm. flu. If, if Neil was here, he could probably comment on it extensively. Yeah, no, because he, gets he, he gets it all the time. I mean, I, I, I mean, I feel headaches. Um, sometimes a runny nose. Sometimes a itchy. Uh, sometimes um, it, you know, watery eyes. Uh, Adam doesn't look good right now, by the way. And, uh, and I see the funny part is I'm medicated. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a headache this morning. This is me medicated. I had a he- <laughs> I had I had a headache for I've had a headache uh, since sometime yesterday, but for the most yeah, part, it's I gone away now. Since, I've had one since about. Um, it's knocked out James Austin. It's completely knocked out James Austin. So um, yeah, he's passing out on the he's couch passing right out now. on my couch here. So uh, remind me to um, remind me to uh, fumigate it later. So we've uh, we brought in a substitute James. Yeah, we brought in a substitute James. James Chow will sit in for the bullets. Yeah, but you won't hear me. You're not much. Coming we'll talk about it a little bit later on. Keep, yeah, so keeping a seat warm. Anyway, uh, Megan, do you usually come down? Have you come down with anything just quickly, uh, seasonal wise? Um, so must just no, complete this. I come, mean, I've been sort of come. affected by the dry air that tends to make my nose stuffy at night. But beyond that, I mean, I know you mentioned you had trouble sleeping last night. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I was, I don't know. It was just general insomnia. But my uh, my boyfriend Brian's had. He's been sick for like the past two weeks, two or three weeks. And, mm-hmm. So and, it's an allergy. And he I, keeps swearing, you know, that I'm gonna get it eventually. He's like, oh, you're going to get sick, you're going to get sick. And now he's like, why aren't you getting sick? It's an, aller- <laughs> it's an allergy, therefore it's probably not contagious. Yeah, he probably has allergies. Yeah. I mean, I usually get a bout of it around this time of year, too. It's just that yeah. I haven't yet. So, um, <laughs> Is that real I feel wood? great. So, so, far, so far, so good. Uh, okay, so the podcast now continues uh, from, our, from our studio in, the West End, in West End, Toronto, in front of a live, or 
not so live audience member <laughs> sleeping on the couch. Online via the comicden.com, the official podcast of Anime North. Still, strangely. Strangely. Well, we'll see for next. We'll, as I said, we'll see next year. So, um, okay, so uh, James Chow, will sit, as I said, is going to sit in on the bullet section. So um, I guess uh, as we started, we'll, we'll, we'll do, we'll do a somewhat non related stuff, but considering how this show goes, you know, they're related to this show. Um, Developers conference last week for Apple. Uh, since we, since um, we're since there's enough Apple nuts around this uh, table, at least two of us, the, the ones two, that matter, probably hosts, the two, definitely. the two probably <laughs> that matter. Yeah, um, you have a thought on uh, on on some of the announcements? Well, okay, um, just in, in WWDC order. has shifted to a direction that I'm not entirely happy with in the years I've been following them, which is since about. You know, uh, since about 2001, I've been Yeah, following. and I've, been, I've only been following since 07, probably, yeah. at the um, earliest. And it, what WW, WWDC, it's a developer's conference. It's there for people who develop applications for Mac operating systems. That's the purpose of it. Um, so this is, it's where they announced OS X, right? It's where they've announced every version of OS X since uh, and, then. And this was no different when we got more details concerning Snow right. Leopard. It's where, they, it's where they announced the Power Mac G5, because mm-hmm. that was a, a significant switch in architecture. It's where they announced the Intel switch. It's where they announced the iPhone for the first time. Was it? I thought, yes. it, was, I thought it was at Macworld. Uh, nope. WWDC. Oh, no, you're right. It was at Macworld, but they, they delayed but I, the... They they updated it at WWDC. Yeah, I think I think um, two point was was given details there. Yeah, and I the, think the, the OS. And I think, yeah, but I think three um, G was uh, announced there. The three G was announced there. So. Yeah. So you you know you have by and large you know very you know uh, architecture updates. You have OS updates. You have significant software updates. You have any major hardware changes that will affect those. That will affect development of software. And what we had, and we what had, we got, so we sort of got it. What we've gotten in the really. last couple of years, it's kind, it's annoyed me to be to be frank. You didn't need to announce MacBook Pros. You really didn't. You know, sure, it, 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 just this is, as an offside, I'm sure you're relieved to see Firewire back in. The oh, 13, I so. don't get me wrong. The the new models are spectacular. I still stand if by only this because Firewire is back mm-hmm. and because they actually made them all MacBook Pros now. Mm-hmm. So the white MacBook still exists as a MacBook. All the aluminums are MacBook Pros. Yeah. Which uh, goes back to my, you know, glory days of the PowerBook G4s, 12, 15, and 17 inches. Mm-hmm. A nice line of them. But it wasn't necessary here. You know, y- you don't need to sell these things to fans at this point. This is not a fan conference. It's definitely not a fan it's conference. That's what, that's what Macworld was for. That's what yeah. Macworld was Although for. Although that's and gone Apple's now. decided they're not going to do that one anymore. Yeah, so that's probably a part of that's well, probably and, and it. And they had already phased out Mac Expo Paris. You know, they phased out a lot of these shows because they've sort of decided, well, we're going to do our announcements, you know, on our own. Mm-hmm. They'll just do their own press events as needed. Well, probably at the Cooper Eternal campus. But yeah. don't, don't, you know, piggyback your hardware announcements on this when they weren't necessary. You know, you went through Snow Leopard, great. You went through iPhone OS 3.0, great. These are architecture issues. These are things that the developers need to know. MacBook Pros, nobody cares about. It's not important for the developers. Is it cool? Yeah, but developers don't really care that much. Mm-hmm. You know what was interesting? I'll, I'll let you finish your thought, but then I'll add I mean, Other else. than that, you know, great stuff. The developers conference is what it's always there for. You get a lot of great, you get a lot of workshops, you know, you get a lot of this stuff. And the architecture announcements were important. Things about Snow Leopard were important. But I would have preferred to see application updates announced 
as opposed to the hardware. You know, I would have seen, I would have liked to see what they're doing with Final Cut Pro, what they're doing with Logic, right? Software issues. But that's, and that's part, and that, that, that kind of makes sense too, wouldn't it? Yeah. In the grand scheme, wouldn't it? So. Go ahead. Um, Megan, you want to have a thought? Because you, because you mentioned some of your uh, workmates were there. Yeah, the uh, one of the guys that I work with, he handles the the iPhone stuff. And the thing was, when he went there, and there's like all these seminars and stuff like that, he was basically kind of overqualified for those cinema, seminars because the thing is, the iPhone and the iTouch, like that platform, is starting to hit, you know, not critical mass, but it's definitely getting to a point where a lot of people are really interested in developing for it, um, and so they want to learn really quick how to do it so they can start punching but your but your work but your workmate i'm guessing probably knows that already oh yeah he's, plenty, he's ahead of plenty. the game uh, you know but apparently there was a lot of people there that were you know just learning and, mm-hmm. and which is like i guess which i guess happens you know which happens because yeah well the penetrate the penetration of the uh, of those platforms the popularity of those people, platforms well yeah exactly people are starting to get little uh, little dollar signs in their eyes you know in terms mm-hmm. of the the iphone platform so yeah, uh, so overall it, it was there, but for your workmate it was probably not needed. It was kind of boring for him. Yeah, if you if you know something, I guess it does become that way. <laughs> A thought, okay. Um, as as the uh, as the uh, news briefing was happening, and keep in mind we don't see the video re- in real time. We just get the uh, no. You we used get the to video. Be able to, you yeah, can't used to do be it able anymore. to can't do it anymore. But we so we get so we get it you know after the fact. But people who obviously people um, who are there live blog Twitter etc. And we get and we get the live blogs from various sites like um, MacWorld, uh, Gizmodo, uh, iLounge, um, a bunch of other places. Yeah. Uh, so um, and uh, Dean was actually online with us. Uh, Dean Kolak was uh, online with me. I was talking with him as uh, as it was going. And um, what you it was funny what you mentioned it being developers who cares about hardware. Dean was the other way around. Where's the announcement on the next iPhone? Because that they say that at yeah, the very that, end that GS. did get launched, but that that's also I could, with with a significant hardware changes are okay. The new iPhone, the three GS, is yeah. a significant enough change that it will affect the way people develop for it. Okay, so that's important. All, but the MacBook Pros, all they did was spec bump. Oh no, I see it. I see so it. They, and, you know, and they add a couple them faster. Of, they had, they put FireWire back. They put, under they the, put lit under keyboard. The they put li- they made ki- lit keyboards no longer an option, but standard. Right, but I mean that doesn't affect the way you develop for the for the OS. But uh, but you but iPhone the way 3, you develop for that iPhone is important because three GS like magnetic though, compass. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you can you can integrate that now into your apps. Mm-hmm. Same thing with vi- same thing with the video. Same thing with the video. Now that you have these options, there are things you have to consider in your development. Mm-hmm. That had a huge impact on, yeah. on our studio, by the way. Yeah. Like the, I don't the direction that we were taking the iPhone stuff in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, had a huge impact. Yeah. But Beyond so that, that. So that one's, so that's why iPhone announcements I can accept. Because just about everyone, you're never going to get just a spec bump. Mm-hmm. They're always adding significant things into it. At least the three generations we have. Yeah. That's what's happened. So that's a, you know, if they had, you know, made major changes on any of the hardware, great. I do want to see it. But you don't see it. Obviously, obviously you didn't see that. No, I didn't see that. Okay. It wasn't necessary to be done here. The only reason they did it now is because given Apple's back to school promo. Here we go again. Yeah. Because they're trying to clear a little space too. They update hard. They they won't update hardware any really any later than this. Mm -hmm. You know, June is the latest you can do it. Because your demand gets so high in July, August, September, 
you can't afford to switch machines mm-hmm. at all. So yeah, you do it fairly early in the promo. If you're going to update it all during the promo, it used to be back in the day, they used to update them around March, April. Now they're doing it. And then they would do it like October. Yeah. Oh yeah. For that. Okay. For the, yeah. Right after the promo ended. Mm -hmm. And October, September, October is still when you get new iPods. Just after. And we're probably here about, and we'll probably hear about this quote unquote, this uh, large, larger, larger screen iPod touch by that point. Or something if, like that. If it's, if it's going, going to happen, be, it'll happen there. If, if you're going to see any change in iPods, you're going to see it then. Yeah. Um, I was about to say, uh, the thing is, well, well, as I said, personally, I stand by my purchases. And you said... And you said oh, I mean, that's the thing. There, there is nothing wrong with your purchase. Um, and Well, A, you're also going to be able to say that you have one of the only generation aluminum MacBooks. Because <laughs> it is funny, the actually, only yeah, generation is, aluminum it MacBook. It is. It is now, anyway. Yeah, after that, it's a MacBook Pro. Mm-hmm. And no, you don't have FireWire, but you didn't need it anyway. Yeah. And as for the iPhone, well, necessity. Yeah, just... To be honest, I probably, given the choice, I don't really want to buy a new MacBook Pro because it still only has one FireWire port, one FireWire 800 port. Most FireWire devices are still FireWire 400. The older one, those are the older ones or the new? That's the older, older ones, yeah. Because I, I that's mean, because most that was the Renaissance. That was the Renaissance. Don't need the speed of eight hundred, so yeah. they don't. Even but that was the and then that was the Renaissance era for the yeah, Firewire so four hundred, right? I don't want to have to have an adapter on hand all the time to use these older devices. My MacBook Pro is one of the last generations before they switched to the glass screen. Mm-hmm. It has a Firewire four hundred on one side and an eight hundred on the other. Oh, the two type two it types. It has both. Two type supports. So Even I better. have two FireWire ports, and I have a 400 port. I can throw it in there. It also has an Express Card slot. Ah, which, which they took out. Which should have been standard. They which got rid of took that. Out and now, stuck put, the SD. not having an Express Card on 13, fine. They put an SD card slot, fine. That's no problem. Except for the fact the SD card sticks out. Crack. Okay. Stupid, but it's there. 15 inches? 17 inches gone. 17 still has but the still Express Card. Okay, 17 but f- still has 15 it. gone. 15, they got rid of it. That's stupid. You take issue with that, obviously. I take issue with that. Because you know what? Leave the Express Card there. You already had the architecture. If I wanted to put an SD card in it, I'll buy the $20 Express Card SD card reader. And the SD card won't stick out of the slot. Or you just get something. Or you can just buy something. Or I'll buy or a, a USB reader. Or, but or I mean, third, if I really want a permanent party, SD right? card in there, I'll buy the $20 reader. An Express Card gives me a lot more functionality. There's a lot of stuff I can put in there. If I want to, if I want to buy a three G card, oh yeah, for like a yeah, I'd rather have Express Card than USB. Yeah, yeah, no rock because rocket sticks are anything but right. Exactly. Okay. Okay, nice thought. Thanks. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's go to the uh, other. Bu- let's go to the other non anime bullet. Um. As you know, uh, this is a little bit more of a serious note, I guess. Uh, as uh, as we hinted during the contest uh, a couple months ago, when we said we played a bunch of. Japanese wrestler, um, Japanese wrestler theme songs, right? And um, unfortunately, for all the wrong reasons, one of the wrestlers featured in those six songs that we did that we used, with, made news. Unfortunately, for the wrong reasons, and that wrestler is probably the biggest of them all, um, Mitsuhara Misawa, who um, who has the theme song, uh, who has the Jackie Chan song speed, uh, theme song, died over the weekend during a match. Um, what happened was on Saturday night J- Japan time, um, which was Saturday morning our time, mm-hmm. in the middle of a match, in the middle of a match, he took a, 
he took a backdrop. He took a back suplex from uh, Akatoshi Saido, one of the no- one of his other men in Noah. Oh, and l- l- let's uh, let's uh, I guess we should set this up a little bit. Misawa is a very big guy, a very one of the major players in Japanese wrestling. He was the top guy in all Japan after the fallout with with uh, after a fallout with one of the owners there in 2000. He defected, took most of the wrestlers with him, started his own company, Pro Wrestling Noah. Noah over the last 10 years has been up there. You could argue it could have been number it could very well be number the number one promotion in Japan of the but although the Japanese wrestling scene isn't what it used to be. Um, and he was at he owned it very much in the back very much in the obviously in the front of it, uh, very much in the background of it on the business side. So he was one of the shrewdest businessmen in the in Japanese pro wrestling. One of the, so he was the man uh, when it came to the game there. On Saturday night, um, in a tag match with, uh, in a tag match with, um, I believe Go, uh, he was tagging with Goshi Ozaki. Uh, he took a, against a, in a tag match between those two and Bison Smith and Akatoshi Saido. He took a back suplex from Saido, landed on his head, and was knocked and fell unconscious. Um, he just uh, regard, told the ref he's not well and then just went into went into then um, was just completely knocked out uh from what from the report the initial reports said the cause said it was an apparent heart attack the autopsy came in um oh they he was rushed they worked on cpr on him for like for a long time in the ring rushed him to hospital he was declared dead after 10 p.m Jap, uh, japan time um they had intended to keep the autopsy results a secret but it did leak out and misawa perhaps not as a big surprise died of cervical spinal cord damage, so it was directly related to the drop he took on the top of his head. From what, from what I could gather of this type of thing, um, how, do we, how do we put this? Uh, it, it probably not, essentially knocked out the brainstem and, the yeah. li- and basically mm-hmm. his, li- his life systems in his body. Yeah. So um, that type of bump, uh, he probably died pretty fast and probably in the ring. So... Um, there's a lot of questions concerning, you know, we talk a lot about pro wrestlers here in North America, the Chris Benoit thing a couple of years ago. Um, you don't hear as much about wrestlers dying in Japan. So, but to hear the biggest one, and, and um, Misawa was short of his 47th birthday, so he didn't even make 50 himself. Mm. And we talked about, and they talk a lot about wrestlers not being able to make 50 here. He didn't either. Um, there were, there's constant talk about, uh, about lifestyle stuff. Um, steroids in, in, uh, in North American pro wrestling um, maybe it exists in Japan certainly not as pronounced there um, uh, probably if anything I've heard that uh, he was a heavy smoker I don't obviously that obviously that, none of that's irrelevant considering what the, what the autopsy results said but they said cervical spinal cord damage that's probably that uh, because uh, what's t- often talked about especially of the uh, from where he was from uh, the All Japan uh, All Japan um, promotion, All Japan in the late '90s, and when he was and he was one of the top guys in the late '90s. The All Japan style was referred to is often referred to as I believe King's Road. It is one of them. It is notorious for being one of the most physical styles of of pro wrestling. If you think um, if you watch it, watch WWE, um, and see them take hard bumps, see them fall hard. That's nothing compared to what's considered normal in All Japan and in turn Noah. Um, we sh- uh, James Chow and um, and Megan saw a video full of full of these wrestlers taking it, 
And, and a lot of it depicted Misawa taking a lot of those bumps. And he was taking it hard and on the head and on the back of the neck. And we wondered what that we, we wondered. Um, it's a, it, he took such a basic move. But looking at these moves, these were more spectacular. And we're kind yeah. of surprised those didn't kill him. Yeah. And, and the thing is, the All Japan style, they, and all pro wrestlers are taught to dish it out and take it. And they take it for show. But they take, but a lot of times they do take it fully too. Mm. And um, when you look at this, these guys were probably really taking it hard. Yeah. So um, we are kind of, so it isn't a surprise to find out it, he act, it was something direct. It, yeah. it was something he directly took that killed him. Uh, one of the moves he directly took. Now, um, lot, now because of, he was such a linchpin in terms of the business of, of pro wrestling in in uh, in Japan and and for his company, there obviously. Um, Obviously, Noah's uh, long-term is in question with his death. Mm. And it's not a stretch to say, it may not necessarily be a stretch to say that um, the existence of the industry there could be, could be in question too because Noah was the last major, um, major organization to have a regular deal, I think. They did lose their regular broadcast deal with Nippon Television earlier this year. So um, they, they're only available on satellite TV, not over, not over, over the air broadcasters, not regular broadcasters anymore. I think they were the only one left. Um, now, I, I, I don't like, uh, if Brent was here, obviously we'd be, I, I wouldn't be completely talking to a wall at times, but <laughs> we'd be talking, I know, um, but when you look at the history of pro wrestling when it relates to Japan, um, back in the immediate post-war era, you had a Japanese wrestler named Ricky Dozen uh, defeat... Um, Lou Fez for the NWA World Championship. And in, this was in the immediate post-war era, and it was probably one of the bigger morale boosts the Japanese got in those immediate post-war era, in the immediate post-war era. Perhaps the irony is that Ricky Dozen was actually ethnically Korean, <laughs> but that's another story altogether. But, he, but, but in a time when, when they needed a morale boost, he, he certainly was able to provide it. And from that point forward, Japanese pro wrestling kind of uh, really had a, really did have a stay of popularity. Um, Ricky Dozen had many students. Two, his two most famous was Antonio Noki, who founded New Japan, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and Giant Baba, who founded, um, who founded All Japan. And Giant Baba was Misawa's uh, teacher. So um, in many ways, there's many links to it. So, um, so, it, so for something that did hold a lot in Japanese, cult, for, in Japanese culture, this, was, this is one of those sad moments. So just thought we'd regard that. Um, if you, uh, we're going to, uh, we're going to put up a couple links. Um, the links that I think we'll put in, we might put in some links to some of the, some of his more famous matches, but one link we won't completely embed into the, um, into the website is, is unfortunately on the Sunday morning news programs, NTV, the same station that broadcast Noah, they had footage from the arena that night of the do- of the doctors and the uh, and the and the medical attendants and the entire Noah locker room coming out to the ring trying to revive Misawa. It is not graphic, but it it is not graphic, but it is not exactly the most easy piece of video to watch. It was like 15 minutes long uh with commentary by one of the lead anchors of of MTV who uh from what I understood was also a big fan and friend of Misawa's. Oh, so it was hard on him. so it was kind of rough to watch. So in many respects, this video will be rough to watch. We'll put up the links to that, but we won't be directly on the website. So we'll check. But um, as I said, uh, it's a big uh, part of the it, it was, Japanese pro wrestling was is a part of the culture there. Combat sports in general is a part of the culture there. Um, 
And pro wrestling, even though it's fake, uh, even though it's not necessary, it's scripted. Um, it th- does hold a big part of the uh, big part of the uh, fabric there. Uh, it did hold a big part of the fabric there, and it was top story. Uh, his death was top story on Sunday morning. But uh, condolences to um, his family and friends. And we'll leave it at that. Now on to some happier stuff, I guess. We, we should get back and pull everyone else back into this. Um, <laughs> two more. Uh, we'll go with the last two bullets, uh, more anime-related. Uh, so more information concerning the release of the first, the first redone Eva film. Eva one, Evangelion 1.0, You Are Not Alone, has been announced. And um, we're looking at this. Uh, the, the, it's set to de- debut, may have its official North American debut at Anime Expo in LA and throughout the rest of July and a bit into a bit into August um, it will have runs in um, in the US uh, in Seattle Houston Phoenix San Diego and Riverside California and Boston however if you're Canadian the date you'll want to circle is September 30th because um, on that day it'll it'll have a wide, reasonably wide release in more than uh, let's say a more than a dozen, probably almost two dozen theaters across uh, across it's Canada. Quite significant. It is quite significant. If you're in the Toronto area, actually, um, four theaters here. If you're in the directly in Toronto, four theaters here: Cineplex Odeon, Queensway, Silver City, Young and Eglinton, Scotiabank Theater, which is behind the Chum City Building. That we That's used to call the Paramount. The par- formerly known as the Paramount. Yep. The Colossus Theater, Colossus Toronto, which is actually near York University. Yep. And then, if you're in the outlying areas, Barry, Mississauga, they'll get it too. Does Ajax why, get it? Why Barry gets no, it? Ajax. I have no freaking clue. Yeah, and you're from Barry. I don't get it. I know. You're still shaking your head. Burlington. Silver City, Burlington. Um, Canada's going to get it good. Canada's Canada going to have a better release schedule than yeah. the U.S. on this Yeah, one. well, I don't know if it's for one day only or if it's for a week or whatever, but I'll, I'll go try and see it. It's certainly the peanut gallery has told us it's one day only. Oh, it is one day only? Yeah, it's probably going to be a one-day, one-showing deal like they've done with some of their other deals. Like okay, you, would you like to come back to the microphone? Okay, it'll just be a one day. Okay. Yeah, get my seat back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so Austin will uh, so sit our, back. Our pinch James is yeah, going thanks. back out. And uh, he will, will. And uh, and a tip of the hat. Thank you. Uh, okay. You want to say something about this, uh, Austin? I think it's. Pro- I'm not sure who the promoter is, but I know the promoter behind the live action Death Note movies. <laughs> Uh, did a one-day event for, I think, each one of them in Canada yeah, I think, at, with yeah. Cineplex. Yeah, and I think they had, I think they and gave so away I think a book or, some, or a DVD. It doesn't or sound like the same company, but it sounds like... Uh, It'll go the same route. Yeah, with Cineplex. You feeling better, by the way? Not really. Okay. So, um, but it's kind of weird that uh, Canada might get the better release here. We'll get a more, a wider release. I'll be it for one day. Well, if you really want to see it in theaters, and if you really want to see it the way the Japanese... Well, Probably might some theaters might have subs. Some theaters might have. I, dub, I wouldn't be surprised if but this is the you'll dub, probably but get as me. close as you'll get to what the Japanese got in terms of quality in a theater release, since it was released over there first in theaters. Mm-hmm. You ever thought, uh, Adam, or just you? You uh, well, I mean, three a, days before uh, your well, wedding. It, what? It's, yeah, it's a few <laughs> days before my wedding. Um, but it's also right at my house, effectively. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, I, I'm right at Young and Eglinton, so yeah, you don't have to go outside to get to the theater. Yeah, you yeah, mentioned this before. I don't even need to go outside. I just my my building is an entrance to the mall. <laughs> it's in the mall. I'll just go upstairs, and I'm not planning to be at work on the Thursday because I'm getting married on the Saturday. You're getting, you're preparing <laughs> for a wedding, so I'm I'm doing last minute prep and everything. So I think I would be justified in 
in not in it'll be your last one of your last true single act as a single man well yeah my bachelor party's on labor day weekend so it'll be one of your last true acts as a single man (laughs) is to go see anime (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what that says it's what you were but um, yeah, check uh, for something where we complain that anime doesn't get a chance in the theater. Well, uh, it, let, I mean, let's clarify that non Ghibli anime doesn't yeah. get yeah. a chance in the theater because yeah, it's coming out in August. Yeah. So I, I couldn't care less about Ghibli anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you too. I know. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. with uh, with the with uh, news that um, Omega Kekaru, uh, I can hear the sea ocean waves getting getting an English release, getting a UK release. They announced that really? this week. From yeah. Optimum. Wow, yeah. I'm gonna have to steal that. I have, you know, I have the Region 2 version here, too. What, with the subs? Yeah. With oh. subs. Yeah. Huh. I have it here. I've had it here for years. So uh, I may years. have to borrow that from you. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to rip it. Yeah. Because I have a downloaded version, but they're soft subs, so I can't convert it to MP4 properly. Here, you're on. I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 we'll pull I'll it out. I'll pull it out of the library right. before the end of the yeah, night. Yeah. Okay, remind me. Okay, um, so there's that. I mean, that, that's, I mean no, you, I, you played it at Yaman. It, it's I been sold it, one yeah, of my it, favorite it, Where films. do you think I got it from? Who, whose DVD do you think that was? That was mine. That no, no, I know it. that. But it's the point is that you, you know, that's where I first saw it. Mm-hmm. I introduced and, it to everybody. That's you know, why. Because I introduced it back years ago. It sort of a good rule that Ghibli films that aren't Miyazaki are really, really good by and large. People were still disappointed. I heard people were still disappointed, but I, I liked it. I still rank well, it as... They're disappointed I, if they're expecting Miyazaki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's very different. The directorial style is always different. Yeah, it's... it's I was, they're not, but, but they're I, not any worse. I really liked... That good. was the first... Yeah. I, as I said, that was the first uh, Ghibli I saw, and I, I was in love with that one. Yeah. I well, really and, liked and it. And my favorite Miyazaki film isn't a Ghibli film. <laughs> oh, yeah. Castle, Castle of Castle 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 Castle. Castle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember... Like, yeah, and when that was pretty good too. So, yeah, it's a particular favorite of mine, too. Mm-hmm. I'll, which I'll, I think I need to rebuy because somebody stole my DVD. <sighs> oh, it's still out there. I mean, they re- I know they who remastered stole my DVD too, but <laughs> I think they remastered it too. They remastered. They it. may well have, yeah. Yeah. So, was, well, it was a manga another... release originally, and they re-released it. Manga re-released it. Manga re-released it. So, and, I'm gonna uh, have to look that one up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's that on. There's that. Uh, one final bullet. Um, oh, actually, we'll go two final bullets. Uh, Central Park Media will Central Park Media licenses offered by Liquidator. Um, so, as part of the uh, bankruptcy court proceedings concerning Central Park, there's going to be a liquidation of assets. Um, not necessarily licenses, but materials made in relation to licenses. Um, it's an extensive list. Uh, well, it, it, because I don't think they hold any license. They don't really hold. They don't technically hold the license. Reverts the, back yeah. to the original creator, and then basically they whatever they created is their property. And so probably some of it has already like, changed hands. Yeah, with ADV releasing well, no, some of the licenses. Old. They any licenses they still hold could be sold unless there was a term of the license. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of them, though, in technical terms for bankruptcy, would revert back. There's a lot of, I know a lot of common ones in the contract is if you go into bankruptcy, everything will revert back to the well, original and, and, owner. But a it's a matter of whether it's in that term, whether that's mm-hmm. a term in the contract. Mm-hmm. Because if it's not there, it's still an mm-hmm. asset. There's a, uh, mm-hmm. no, it's I know still time looted in the same way, but. I know that's a common one because they yeah. want to hold their own property. But, they don't yeah. care about the stuff that was extra to produce for that market, but they still want the original stuff. Yeah, yeah. but um, it could say, it could potentially save some, save a company a little bit of money. A little bit of production cost if they get some of the produced the stuff. So now, now I'm thinking about this though. Um, 
I'm actually curious when the auction is and sort of the you know how cheap can we get certain things. Do you want you want the you do you want the you want all the. Um, well, I was saying Utena before, but I'm actually now that I think about it, I think we should chip in and buy Greenwood. No, Greenwood belongs, Greenwood to, belongs Greenwood. to Media Blasters. Oh. Belongs to Media Blasters. Anime so they long yeah. lost it. They long lost it. Oh, okay. There are quite a well, few. Well, yeah, they never. They, yeah, that's one of the ones that was redone. Okay, well, no, but CPM did it originally, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And they still so, have it so on their material for it. They still have it on the list. That's the thing. Their material, their translation junk of it, is would still be an asset. Mm-hmm. We could mm-hmm. we could spend ten bucks and get the translation and buy the Greenwood material. <laughs> What would we do with it? That's the that's the fucking problem. What? Why not? Just to say just, you just, 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 just had it. Just, yeah. yeah you make a pull, couple bucks, sell it to Crunchyroll yeah. or a yeah. streaming site. Well, no, because we don't have the rights over the we actual media. We have the rights media. to the rest of it, right? It's just it's just the, it's just the. But it's just we could the publicize the script. Could could do the script. You could publish the script. It'd be funny. Mm, yeah. It'd be, it'd be hilarious. Well, and if they still have the subtitle files, which they could, the files. Which, which could be there. You publish the files. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if you happen to have a raw of here's Greenwood. There you go. Just drop the subtitles in there. Yeah, it's all yours. <laughs> we should pull it together just for yeah, fun. See? <laughs> I, don't, I don't imagine it's a very sought after sought after <laughs> asset. Not anymore, because um, well, yeah. So now the media blasters has the rights. It yeah, you, you wonder you wonder what they'll say about it though. What, what could are they, they say? say? Unless they all, unless that's the way they got it. Unless they also bought CPMs. No, they they re- they made they a new dub. They retranslated so. and made a new dub for it. Yeah, so and it's the same guy. It was the same guy. It was because the it was John Cirabella who was the head of he was um the head of the software sculptors uh, division of mm-hmm. CPM at the time when they had it. Then he left, made Media Blasters. Essentially, he bought it twice. Yeah, for, <laughs> for his two companies, for the two companies he had, or two labels he had. So there you go. Um, It'd be interesting. I guess uh, we, have, we should find out more. I'd, uh, yeah, I'd like to know a date because maybe I'll maybe I'll want to. Yeah, you just, you know, sold. We'll just chip Uta. in or something. We'll Uta. pick up a series that we don't really need. Uta. <laughs> sold. Okay. Um, all right. One final thing. Uh, I guess we'll just do since uh, since this is a Toronto show. I guess we should mention this since this was an Anime News Network this morning. Um, Junko Mizuno to appear at Toronto at Toronto exhibit on Thursday. Red Tresses and Freckles exhibition of Gothic Kawaii art runs until July 26th. This is at, uh, let's see, where, where, where is this place? And we'll, put it, we'll put up the uh, rest of it. Um, a solo exhibition at Toronto's Narwhal Art Projects on June 18th. That's uh, in a few days. She'll appear there. And her style, it, uh, they'll show uh, bits of her, her art style, which has been often, often described as Gothic Kawaii, Kawaii Noir, I know I'm mispronouncing the word kawaii. Sexy, sexy Lilith. Oh, jeez. So uh, it's okay. I'm pretty sure Miyako's not going to jump on this Yeah, no no more than usual anyway. (laughs) I'm Um, pretty sure she learned that it's not worth bothering with us because we're just going to mock her. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. I don't know for certain it's female. We don't know either way. But well, yeah, there's the, I don't want to presume these things. Mm-hmm. And the art looks like that. That's yeah, that's some of the art style. That's some that's, of the art style. That's okay. Cool. So um, this will be this will be going until July 26th. This is her first exhibition in Canada. She's done tours in Europe and the U.S. already. So um, Mizuno is known for manga such as Cinderella, Hansel and Gretel, Princess Mermaid. You know, Viz Media had those. Uh, Viz Media published versions of those. Mm-hmm. Um, Job Press had a. Uh, uh, Job Press uh, had Pure Trance, so um, under Last Gas pub- Publishing. So she's uh, she's no she's obviously not known completely, but she's had her works published yeah. here 
Yeah, so this might be worth a look-see, especially if you're in the area. Since we are. I guess we should. I, I, I guess I, Toronto's technically. Toronto's <laughs> our area, so we, th- thought, we thought it was worth mentioning. Um, if I remember. I mean, life. I, I undoubtedly won't. I doubt. I, 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 you know, we'll see what type of time I have. Mm. I have. I'd be curious about this, but uh, it's good to mention. Maybe some others will be interested. We'll put up the links, too. Museum um, exhibit, yeah. I'm just writing this all down so I know remember what to put up when I uh, put up the file. Anyway, any other thoughts before we uh, end this? Uh, before we end this podcast or this this, se- this segment? I mean, I can't think of too much else. I th- uh, too much else. I know a lot of other stuff has happened over the past number of weeks. Uh, you know, but um, you know, there just isn't much else. Well, well you mentioning. have. Did we make mention of the uh, the Harvey thing? Harvey, what? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess we should mention the... Well, we briefly mentioned the, briefly the mentioned airing of the new episode because that happened at it. I thought you were going to say about GTO, the new uh, GTO uh, Shonen, but the first tup- couple of uh, pages, like um, Onizuka tags the vice principal's car with a Haruhi uh, thing in oh. spray paint. No, it's more the, the obvious one, the... G A G surprise surprise they aired a new Haruhi series when they told us they were just you know re-releasing I mean, the original as I said, one as I said we, we never would have seen that coming it was so unexpected I mean just like how uh, and that being said I I, I I did watch the first episode the second and third just got the the subs just got released today so I started downloading them but oh, okay so we haven't them. seen we haven't seen the so the two the two latest episodes yeah are out but there? are they new or are they old episodes well, they'd be no, they're, new they're, they're they'd two be and three new. of the new series oh, okay yeah Which because it gets know. so confusing because I think they're going in chronological order this time I don't know I think so but I mean, well, I've, given I've only seen the one episode you can't really tell at that point. Good to know that they're uh, screwing with the otaku, just like K-On, where it's his final episode at the end of episode 11, and everyone went crazy. If episode 12 is the finale, I'm going to be pissed about K-On. Well, it could be for the season. Well, it's only two volumes before Koma Manga. And they're only in second year of high school. I I mean, why, I mean know, for this for this season, up? yes. I mean, well, you yeah, know, but I don't know. It's just sort of the, you know, it's going to annoy me. Um, but yeah, back to Haruhi. Um... I wasn't I wasn't that impressed with a lot of it of that first episode. Mm-hmm. A, I didn't like the end theme. It didn't have an opening theme, so I can't really pass. It might, but it might that. soon. It might. I'm it sure might, it will. probably it will. Just, that one just didn't. It just and didn't. It, it didn't really. have that sort of you know. Is it is it a case of is it is it a case of sometimes um, they really kind of mess, drop the ball on on how hot the property was and just well, tried no, I to think stretch what it? it is, I think what it is at least for that episode is they were they were or trying did, to play up the. Ha ha ha! Look, this little plot twist is actually kind of neat, and you know it's kind of interesting, but it's not quirky Haruhi. Oh no, I, I'm thinking of this in terms of market, in terms of the marketing end, because I haven't seen the episode yet. No, oh, because right. I mean, I mean, people have been clamoring to see this for a few years, right? And now it comes out. Now maybe people don't necessarily care. I, I'm gonna, oh, wait. I'm well, gonna, obviously, if people were taking out hotel rooms to see the episode, maybe it, that's another it, story. It's, it's still <laughs> going to sell, but. The second season is what sort of makes or breaks shows like this. It's like the second album for a band, right? You have so long to make your first one. Your first one's almost always spectacular. We sometimes talk about one hit wonder. Sometimes right. it's just one it, album but wonder. One album wonders exist too. And then, but you don't have nearly as much time to produce that second one. Mm-hmm. And the second one is the real test. If the second one's good, then it's going to be good for a fair while. If the second one sucks. It's over. Mm-hmm. That's fair. 
No, I see it. You I know, mean, how, how many how many groups can we name that ran into that? Hootie and the Blowfish. Chinese Democracy. <laughs> that, that's probably their like eighteen thousandth album. Furthermore, it's not a Guns N' Roses album. Well, so. I know. I'm sorry, just... Axel. When you fire the rest of the band, <laughs> you can't call yourself Guns N' Roses anymore. Only... I just, you know, I don't, I don't think people were nearly uh, as psyched. Oh, it was in a proportion in proportion to the yeah. amount of hype that surrounded that stupid yeah. thing. Well, yeah, I, when it came out, people were like, eh, whatever. Um, <laughs> so there's that. There's that. Uh, well, because when it was hyped, it was, hey, it's going to be a Guns N' Roses album. That'll be kind of cool. <laughs> and it was like, oh wait, we didn't like Axl Rose. We kind of were hoping. We were hoping Slash, Slash was, cool. was around. Slash there. was cooler. <laughs> yeah. Slash was cool. Slash was cooler. He was, was more like, oh, wait, He seems like the more there. approachable. Approachable guy, which is kind of weird to say about any member of Guns N' Roses, but might have, yeah. might have been. Um, but yeah, I guess it comes back to the whole sophomore jinx type thing, too, to an extent. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, should we mention David Carradine before we uh, go off, before we uh, take the break? If I know there's going to be... God bless his heart. That's all we're going to say. I think that's all we're going to say. I mean, I'm going is... to say what I've always said, which is, you know... That's an interesting way to go. See Michael Hutchins. If you've seen one guy hang himself trying to, you know, perform autoerotic asphyxiation, you've seen them all. And this might, no uh, and ac- and that accidental or otherwise, right? Well, accidental or otherwise, death by sexual misadventure. Which is probably you've seen it once, you've seen it a million times. It it's not news anymore. He died. He didn't have a career anyway. Why do we care? Uh... <laughs> I'm not going to hold it against him for having died by sexual misadventure. I mean, I'm sure it was a pretty nice. awesome way to go it's at not, the time. It's no not like it's going to tarnish his good name or anything. <laughs> like that. It wasn't that terrible. <laughs> considering, how, considering sometimes, sometimes how, um, yeah, he was a bit of a loopy character at times, wasn't he? Even yeah. in real life. Um, I, I mean, I watched. Uh, I, I mean, I never saw the original Kung Fu series. I did see Kung Fu: The Generation. Oh, oh Kung yeah, Fu Legend continues. Wasn't that technically <laughs> CanCon? That was CanCon. Yeah, it was the near our house. house. So it was taped like in Toronto. I, I, it was taped in my neighbor. Part of it was taped yeah, in my old neighborhood. My mom neighbor. watched that scary. show religiously. So, I mean, uh, Chinatown Center had some key scenes near Kiki Y, yeah. where it used to exist. Uh, you know, it was like um, scary now watching some of the Legend new Continu- CanCon. I, I, did I just call Kung Fu? Next generation. I yes, it the, generation. Generation. Call the legend continues. The legend continues. That's great. <laughs> and it doesn't hold up. It really does. I mean, it really doesn't. I, so, I, caught, I caught it again as an adult, and I'm like, this show is horrible. I, that's was, why they <laughs> sold it to TNT. Oh, that's probably I didn't like watch it. I mean, so I, I was able to watch watch it at the time, but I was watching. Um, I think uh, Highlander was on at the same time. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. <laughs> I watched it when I was a kid. Oh, so. the Highlander television. That's I like that too. I liked it too. So okay, let's take the break. Back with final insults in a couple seconds. Ah. Uh, We'll 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 back we'll be back to rap and we'll be back to rap on the comicden.com. Okay, uh, I guess it's almost time for final insults. Um, next episode, I think, in the next episode, and uh, yeah, we're gonna have a bit, little bit more of a staggered um, schedule for much of the summer. Uh, won't be we won't quite be weekly, but we'll still be pretty consistent anyway, or we'll still be around quite a bit more. Certainly more so in than in past and in years past. than in, pa- in the past uh, two or three years. I think years. we took a long summer break, as we called it. Yeah, we called them the summer. Yeah, and then had season. No, we're not doing like season premieres or anything. We'll just keep going, going, going <laughs> whenever we could. We'll Until just do an gone. episode whenever whenever we could. Until one of us gets burned out. <laughs> um, 
Next episode, hopefully, Neil, Neil Sinclair and Courtney St. John return to the microphones. And Neil will take his punishment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably in the ass. Just like he, the way he likes it, right? Exactly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Which I guess and, doesn't really make it punishment. Yeah. But. And, 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 of course, we'll have the audience here to enjoy that, right? You're going to give oh, them yes. the royal treatment. Pictures will huh? be available online. Oh, uh, take pictures. speaking of vi- speaking of pictures and videos, uh, you said you you did successfully tape episode seventy five. I did successfully tape episode seventy five. And you're fine. The problem is Google Video doesn't allow uploading anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I um, give me the video. Maybe I can have it uploaded yeah. onto the Comic Den site, yeah, and we'll make it available. I'll, yeah, I'll put it on my web space, and I'll we'll talk, yeah. and then let me know, and then I'll get it, and then yeah, I'll yeah. take it in. Okay. Um, I remember the days when you could upload that, more I'll, porn and have it stay up for like a week or two before Google took it down. Ah, those days are gone, unfortunately. <laughs> anyway, consider that the consider that uh, the payment for um, well, let the the pay, the payment for uh, ocean uh, for ocean waves there. Yeah, oh, since you have yeah. that, yeah. So because it's interesting, some of the banter I had during while the cameras were off were pretty funny too, and uh, people and and then people will get a glimpse of um, of Ashley. Come slot? Yeah. yeah. People will get a glimpse of Ashley in that video. Uh, although it's not, I don't think it would be the greatest um, view of what she looks like, but people get to see. <laughs> well, uh, see we've all, like. uh, we've already put a couple up on a, Oh, on pictures? Our, yeah, it's in, it's in our Anime North episode. Oh, yeah. You, you remember, pictures, you took pictures in the parking lot. We took pictures, we took pictures of her uh, dressed up as Chun Li. Yeah. yeah, we took pictures of her dressed up as Chun Li as well. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, uh, with that in mind, um, I guess we'll uh, turn to final insults because we have nothing else to say tonight. Uh, who wants to go first? James. Oh, great. The sick man gets to go. <laughs> what a couple of things. Not sure. It depends. Uh, actor honored or price rising on manga? Whatever. Oh, whatever. Okay. I, was looking at, I was looking at uh, I mean, Christopher uh, Lee just got knighted. And it was kind of funny because I didn't realize he was getting on in age, but you just remember him as Dracula from the uh, low-budget <laughs> Hammer films, Scaramanga from uh, The Man oh, with cool. the Golden Gun, and then uh, from Lord of the Rings. And then we have a picture flashing right in front of our faces of yeah. Cumslet, or whatever Cumslet. we're calling her Cumslet. anymore. Slot. Slot, whatever. I'm <laughs> delusional. Yeah, that too, but okay. It's funnier that <laughs> way. Finish your thought, finish your thought. But no, it's just funny. Just looking at him, I'm like, wow, he's really gotten on in age. Just looking at him. <laughs> How old is Christopher Lee now? I think he's in his 70s, mid-70s. That or sounds something. about right, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. nothing. But, yeah. Well, no, usually they probably knight him by 50 or 60, depending on how famous they are. I'm surprised yeah, he yeah, wasn't. how famous you are. Really. I, I'm surprised he wasn't knighted before. That's what I was saying. I thought I was. How long has Ian McKellen been knighted? I can't remember. See, that's just unfair right there. But hey, they knighted um, Alton John, and look how young he is, or old. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it depends who's popular at the time. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. who's done the most charity work. That too. <laughs> wow, he is looking old. Yeah, we say, we were just That's looking brutal. at a picture here. Okay, um, next. You can go ahead. I was just going to say that either we're extremely riveting or your birds are dead, but they just made some noise. So they They're chasing they 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 ruined my uh, final insult. What were you about to say? What? Oh, no, I was just board? about to say I think your birds are dead because the entire time we were sitting <laughs> oh, well, here, they didn't make any noise. Okay. <laughs> Since you brought it up, uh, I guess I should uh, document what's, what's happened to the birds over the last couple of weeks. Um, the daughter attacked the mother. Oh, no. Pretty badly. Like, she ripped off... A, piece of her hair feathers oh. her feathers on her head 
and uh, cut, badly cut her claws. So I banished her into the same cage with her grandfather. Oh, oh, that doesn't her. sound good. Um, it was civil because uh, last time they, I put them together, yeah, she attacked. I she thought attacked they the attacked. Grandfather. No, but the, it was civil this time, and now all five birds are are living in the same cage. So Grandpa has moved in. <laughs> cool. And will probably stay there for the rest of his life. <laughs> So, um, until something happens, I yeah. Guess. But, um, the mother looks like she's still recovering, she still has mm. that torn bald spot on, on her head. But she's, um, she's you know, lives on the bottom of the cage as she always has. She mm-hmm. doesn't like to fly anymore, she just mm. sits down there and fluffs up her feathers. Yeah, she just does. Pissy. And then she, she only she flies only if she has to mm-hmm. just get to something, then she climbs up the rest of the way. But she's pretty good at mo- most things, and she's the one I can still grab so and hold. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I had picture, uh, there's a few, pic- I'll put up a picture in the, um, in the enhanced in the uh, iPod version of her mm-hmm. recovering after being attacked, actually. <laughs> so um, yeah, that was pretty sad. And and sometimes they ultimately they do have their moments where they do kind of chase each other in the cage, but it doesn't last. Yeah, and, and no one really gets hurt anyway. Requires so. too much effort and too much attention span. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, no, you no point. They're they're in it. To, they're in it for the long haul now, yeah. or at least until uh, at least until the owner of the grandfather um, decides to take him back, oh, yeah. which mm-hmm. is unlikely. Which does, may or may not happen, but you know, I said I'll keep them if if need be. But you've so had cool. the birds for a long time. So. I've had I've had the grandfather here so for have... for six months now. So oh, yeah. So obviously, sooner or later, sometimes they'll probably ruffle feathers or do mm, stuff. Yeah, I mean, but it's big enough cage for five. So it's, they, they can accommodate all five. Plus, I don't have to use that extra cage anymore, uh, oh. except maybe for uh, punishment. <laughs> it's like a reality the, TV show. Yeah, it is. And you, you can take, if you want, you can take a look at them. Take a good look. I'll show you what happened. Okay. Cool. But uh, yeah, there's, there's your thought. Uh, Adam, your turn. <laughs> um, I, I'm just going to do one. some pimping here. Um, we, uh, oh, Brad and I on for your show, Two man. Assholes Talking About Nerd Stuff. We uh, recently did an interview with uh, Alan Cross mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. Uh, just various music and technology things. Yeah, for the for the listeners out there, give us a sense of who Alan Cross is. Uh, for... Alan Cross is uh, he he's of significant radio fame in Ontario. Uh, worked with a lot of radio stations for a number of he years. He is a very he, uh, like he's mm-hmm. a well known DJ. He's a I very, very well known sing- former DJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know he uh, was he ran the uh, the ongoing history of new music. Mm-hmm. While it was around, he presently does explore music, which, which is, is uh, which uh, on by TV. It's a radio show. It's a there's a television show to go with it. They're which, both, uh, which they're both Brent, redone in podcast format. And Brent appeared on the uh, Brent TV. has appeared on one of the episodes of uh, Explore Music, and yeah, so I mean he he's huge in you know the sort of Ontario Canadian music industry. Um, so we Brent's you know Brent's quite well, we're pretty good friends with him, so. You know, we convinced him to sit down and we did an interview with him about, you know, sort of technology and how and its convergence in dealing with media. And we've just recently put that up on our site. Um, given that we, we haven't got any more content for a little while, we're going to be taping one very soon. And uh, as I alluded in the, uh, the there's uh, there's a bit of a, a hint as to what we're going to go on about in the <clears throat> in the quote unquote extra, which is that interview. OK, <laughs> So if you can figure it out, great. I, I I seem to be really enjoying putting these Easter eggs and things. There yeah, I is one in the Anime North episode. Yeah, so See if you can find it. I'll have to find it. I mean, I have to listen to it. <laughs> Probably be the first time I listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. But so yeah. So uh, nerdholes.blogspot.com. We put up that interview, and uh, we're presently gearing up. Other than the stuff we're going to do over the summer, we're gearing up for Fan Expo. Oh, you, uh, you are going. We are going. Um, and Brent has lined up interviews with basically everyone at Marvel Comics 
who will be there. It's a backdoor thing. So, so it's well, not no, through, I mean, it's we, we. It's not through. It's not through. It's not through fan expo channels. It's through, no, no, it, it's, it's through his direct channel. Yeah, it's through his direct. Uh, so his, basically, any anybody at Marvel who is going to be at fan expo, we will have an interview with. Which is which is more than what we do, but then again, that our show is different. So. It's our shtick. It's your shtick. Always look on the our, screen yeah. and see what we're watching now. We're watching mm-hmm. a comic book. You know what? Now the real question is, what the hell am I going to ask these people? Ah, uh, you have a couple months do to decide. research. Well, I mean, uh, no, why would I ever to... ask them anything remotely related to comics? <laughs> yeah, I know you're kind of Howard Stern esque type. <laughs> you always do a chain you, interview. You do, and yeah, have you them ask questions. You to have the your next own Howard Stern type chick. That's a great idea. Actually. Hey, there's well, a thought it was there. already done on Kotaku. Well, you can do it. He's yeah. he can do it. Who, who's to say? Yeah, I, I'm still not decided what we're gonna do. But yeah, uh, so we got big sh- we got big stuff coming for Fan Expo. Mm-hmm. We got a fair few things coming over the summer. Awesome. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot to mention since since I went on that little rant, ten minute rant about Misawa. You know, Jason Agnew when you were on um, when you were on uh, the surf on there. The surf, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he. I mean, he hosts live audio wrestling yep. too, and he, I know he. I know if he was sitting here, we'd have a nice conversation too. So, but feel free other, to invite him, huh? He's a busy guy. I know he's busy, but I don't think he'd care about a, a little, you know, two bit podcast like this. Hey, you never know. I'm gonna ask him. Stranger I mean, things have happened. Uh, yeah, well, t- they yeah, sort of do their own two bit podcast too. So. Yeah, I know. Maybe we can give him, have him talk a little bit more about the whole anime north, the tensions with anime north at length. I think they already got up on uh, the bite site. Oh, no. It's in two parts. Oh, the, oh, the, uh, the, the convention Yeah, the episode? two convention year episodes where they tried to get them kicked down a few times and they showed them the permit. And then someone, I guess, got the OPP because I've seen them before on the premise. And the OPP nicely told the people who wanted them out, well, too bad. Because guess what? That allows them there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. I'd, be curious, I'd be curious to so. talk with them a little There's bit. There's a lot of back and forth. It would, be interesting to talk, it would be interesting to talk with them a little bit. But... Uh, I guess I'll ask Brent about it, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess mine is a very basic insult. Um, congratulations, and this is on a happier note. Congratulations to the Japanese, to the Samurai Blue, the Japanese national men's soccer team, who were the first team to qualify for the uh, tw- 2010 World Cup next year. They were, they became the first team to mm-hmm. qualify for the fi- for the uh, round of 32. Wow. Um, we're yeah. actually playing since yeah, for South Africa. Playing, uh, uh, well, I mean, yeah, the first team to qualify, to, to really qualify. Um, that um, Later in the day, South Korea, Australia, and the Netherlands booked their ticket to South Africa mm-hmm. as well. Um, it's a repeat of a, something that happened to them, to the Japanese team, four years ago, because they were the first team four years ago <laughs> to qualify for Germany in 06. And maybe and uh, like and the likely scenario is that they'll probably be the first team out of the World Cup. Really depends on year. which group they draw. That's yeah. where it really comes down to what no, group it, you draw. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, and they and they, and they drew Brazil last year. Last year last, they got uh, a really time, bad so. group. They were they they, really they, they had Australia and Brazil, and they lost on a last second goal in Australia. Uh, Croatia they tied, and then Brazil mm-hmm. Brazil just pummeled them. The mistake, the mistake uh, Japan made was actually getting out to lead. <laughs> they, they, they scored first, and then Brazil quickly replied with three more, or three of their own, and that was it. To show them how it was done. Yeah, but congratulations to the Samurai Blue uh, to, on making it. Uh, you know, sometimes some, good, some happy sporting news. And with the Confederations Cup going on tonight, uh, this week, for the next couple of weeks, as the tune-up event for South Africa, you know, mm-hmm. soccer is uh, still popular. Association football. I know that's going to confuse some people too. <laughs> anyway, that's it for uh, this week, um, or that's it for this episode. Uh, 
If you have any questions or comments, I yeah, know not much of an episode. We had to do something though. Um, Roundtable at thecomicden.com is our email address. www.animeroundtable.com is our website and show archive. You can listen to past episodes there. Also, don't forget we're on, uh, well, we have a Facebook group, technically. Uh, iTunes, Podcast Pickle, we're there too. Uh, and, um, you know, hope to hear from a few of you. And, uh, you know, it was good to be back to do an episode again. When we return, hopefully we'll have Neil sitting in chair number four. <laughs> he really hasn't earned the chance to be no, at the other. No, he really hasn't. I mean, you want to be in the crosshairs there, he huh, wants to sit in the, Stick him in the crosshairs, yeah. <laughs> the way he likes it. You won't want to miss it, folks. That's likely next episode, later in a couple, probably in a couple weeks. Join us then, okay? Have a good one. Good night from Toronto. <laughs> <laughs>